<laughs> Hello, welcome to the Oswald Game. I'm your host, Rob. I'm joined by Mr. Nathan Prescott, and we're going to be reviewing evening, the, evening. the Night Haunt Battle Tome. Now, I know what you're saying to yourself. The Night Haunt, sorry, 2022 Battle Tome. I know what you're saying to yourself. Oh, it's not out yet. It's not been released. Bloody blah, blah. Well, it was leaked. And if you don't believe me, I'm just going to quickly show you on screen. There it is. There's the leak um, of all of the different stuff. It does look like it was leaked by a lady, not to dobber in, or a gentleman with some very good... Uh, nail routine so or just an mb shout out to my mbs as well um so as you can see there it is um uh, but instead of looking at it in this uh format because uh, what do i look like uh, someone who gets a review copy early <laughs> no i uh, i've turned it into uh, a more digestible format uh for us i've been very busy this weekend so i need to shout out before i do anything else i need to shout out mr colonel cabbage uh for helping me uh write elements of this up um, so I could get this done because, as you know, I was doing Blood Bowl coverage all weekend, Nathan. So I didn't really have much time. I spent the rest of the day doing it. So we're going to go through the book. Now, I've only just turned this all into like graphics and slides so we can do a deep dive. There's going to be a more concise deep dive available on YouTube as a podcast later. But right now, we're going to kind of just talk through it. See what our first thoughts are because it's only just come out and been leaked. Yep. And then we'll just talk about some elements and see how we uh, how we feel about it. All right, so what's in the book, Nathan? Do you know? Ghosts. <laughs> Piss off, ghost. Piss off, ghost. Packing uh, full of dead ghosts. Loads of ghosts. Are they immortal? That is the question. They. Uh, thank you, Dr. Demento, uh, for subscribing. Uh, it's a great question. Nathan, ghosts in the mortal realms, how do they, how do they occur? Just let's get narrative. Let's start it off there. You kill something, mm -hmm. and then its essence mm -hmm. gets robbed by Nagash. Like, kind of. Like, kind of. So, actually, so in the Mortal Realms, there are underworlds slash heavens, for lack of a better word. The, the realm of death is actually just made up of dozens of different heavens. So if there's- Afterlifes, a, yeah. Afterlifes, thank you, that's the right way of describing it. So uh, like basically if you have a culture in the mortal realms that kind of has like some traditions and you make up some, um, no, not make up, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> if you believe. Yeah, if you believe, sorry. Don't, don't, religions, are, religions aren't made up, no. Uh, if you believe, thanks Bobbin uh, for donating 20 pounds. Yes, I'll get a pizza. Do, 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 do. Anyway. Um, if you're in the mortal realms and oh my god, I'm so excited! Uh, if you uh, have one of these um, uh, beliefs, then there are heavens. Now, what happened was, oh, thanks, guy, also for donating four pound twenty. Yo, blaze it! Um, yeah. The uh, what happens it's is going to be a special pizza. Yeah, I know. I'm excited. Uh, but Nagash, way back in the day, Nathan, way waged, raged both he waged a campaign waged and raged yeah of conquest through the mortal realms and took over all of the different um afterlives but they they're all in the realm of death aren't they yeah they're all they're all there but they're all conquered like generally the ocr bone reapers and the gash conquered them and then uh but most of the uh the ghosts the ghosts are people that weren't able to enter these like heavens basically all these afterlives oh, okay because all they're right. all they're all like cursed or like they're kind of they're kind of the bad guys from oh, their realms. ones that didn't make it to heaven so basically effectively yeah. they're in hell yes and now they ghosts work for nagash yeah ghosts. Right, okay. yeah okay uh so that's how it, that's how it goes 
that, that's the that's the long and short of it okay so what's in the book loads of ghosts as nathan talked about um there are battle traits obviously there are four sub factions four oh. now this is actually really exciting because Nighthaunt have had sub-factions before, but they only got sub-factions like, uh, in the Broken Realms books, basically. Right. Because yeah. this is a book... The last Nighthaunt book was released at the beginning of Age of Sigmar 2, so over three years ago, three and a half years ago. So this is the first time it's had like a glow-up from what was effectively an AOS 1 book, the Nighthaunt book, into an AOS 3 book. So it's, it's kind of skipped uh, a whole generation, Nathan. A bit like... Uh, your hairline because Joss has got a fucking great hairline. Like, that's going super well. Yeah. yeah he has. <laughs> he Is he doing all right, by the way? Yeah, yeah. Seems to be doing fine. Oh, nice. Okay, good. Little bugger. I know he is. Yeah. So, four sub factions, uh, 27 war scrolls. Now, there's some crazy shit about that in a minute. We'll talk about it. Six spells, six command traits, 11 artifacts, but no. Black coaches with the hero keyword. Good. Is it? Yeah. Is it? Oh, yeah, yeah. Gotta keep speckles on the straight and narrow. Um, uh, thank you everyone for donating some cash. I just missed a gift, uh, a gift to the donation, so I just want to say thank you for that. Uh, so no hero black coaches. It was a bit of a shame. Uh, bit of a shame, and I think people should be pretty livid about it. Units: twenty-seven war scrolls. Yeah. Now you got four yeah. battle line units. Four, four, four battle line units, two battle line if units, fifteen leaders. Six of those are named characters. Two monsters and behemoths, which one being the black coach and one being the gash, and no faction terrain. Right, like and fifteen leaders is a lot out of twenty seven war scrolls, Nathan. Fifteen out of twenty seven, so more than half of them are leaders, eh? Yeah. Should have been sixteen though. Because if you remember the slide before, I was complaining. Should have been 16 with a hero black coach option. Yeah. yeah. So a lot of leaders. So if you like leaders, if you're yeah. like, oh, I love me a leader. Nathan, who's your favorite leader in history? Go. It's, the problem is they're all problematic. So whoever you choose, <laughs> you're a piece of shit. My favorite leader in history. Come on. Uh, I can't think of any leaders in history. Uh, right. Uh favorite leader in history um oh this is a toughie <laughs> yeah this, this is a toughie is... right uh lock. uh da, 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 da. a leader a leader no that guy didn't need anything uh you don't have to have one it's fine no i can't think of any uh i'll go with uh loban gula nice nice okay okay <laughs> uh i think i i'm obviously gonna go for fucking x um uh, malcolm x sorry uh oh. but that's because obviously i just want to cause some rows so that i get loads more youtube uh engagement please leave your comments in the youtube comments that'd be great yeah. anyway uh, one two any comments about mine put them in the comments in the youtube ones <laughs> and i'll peruse them later you have have you ever looked at the youtube comments in your life no squigs mcgee <laughs> would love it if you did that uh thanks what? hugo for donating five pounds to the pizza fund oh baby i'm getting some garlic bread uh right okay so no faction terrain which is great they do have three endless spells which you can purchase and they're actually okay one of them might be like giga fucked i kind of read the war scroll and i was like i need to talk about this because this might be too good basically 
two monster behemoths so no like regular monsters it's either nagash or it's the black coach um and that's a behemoth not monster keyword but it is a totem um and then there are six name characters so like like there's there's just a lot of leaders but a lot of the leaders are just like fucking nothing they're not really worth it okay anyway so first impressions from me first impressions yeah, yeah. yeah. very fast pretty much hey the guy that had to copy and paste how fast each the how fast each unit moved and the armor save and the bravery was just like i have done it in a minute he must have been like boop, 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 done like done the whole book and uh, they all do the same thing well it's either movement eight pretty much yeah. yeah or movement like 10 12 14 so like it basically starts as eight which is super so fast minimum is eight yeah it's quick yeah yeah great in combat right because of the buffs and abilities that we're going to see in a moment right huge set of debuffs nathan this is arguably a book where you could have a real shitty time playing against it yeah but you're playing against ghosts so like i know like if ghosts become like the meta you know, if like ghosts are like fifteen percent of the meta, and that kind of would make sense because there's a part works, which is a magazine subscription that you can get to get loads yeah. of like cheap uh, Nighthorn. The second edition box sold loads, so there's loads yeah. of Nighthorn on eBay. Gamak are a three D design, uh, which do uh, like a, a, a series of three D um, designs for for ghosts. There's yeah. loads of these available, so you could definitely field a very cheap Nighthorn army. But if that's yeah. true... And also, everybody dies, so there's bound to be loads of ghosts. Yeah, right, yeah. You could just... Especially if in the mortal realms, it seems like they're always fighting about something. Oh, baby, they love a good fight, don't they? They don't love mm -hmm. a good fight. So, um, that means you've got the opportunity to dress unironically as a Ghostbuster at an event. Like, if you're telling me if you're sat there at home right now, watching this or listening to this, driving in the car, riding your bicycle, whatever you're doing, in the shower with El Frost and his missus, whatever you're doing, yeah, <laughs> you're telling me you haven't at one point wanted to dress up as a Ghostbuster. I'm going to call you a fucking lying piece of shit because I don't, I don't believe you. Like I've been waiting for an opportunity to dress as a Ghostbuster my entire life, my whole life. Really? Well, it's... What, what's the defining? things of a ghostbusters clothes is it you like just get to wear a onesie basically you just get what oh. you get overalls tan overalls and you're in tan overalls you can just wear in town just people like what you're doing like i'm fucking i've got pockets for days I'm busting ghosts <laughs> yeah. right uh, uh right so anyway um huge set of debuffs really problematic like really mm. problematic as we go through it uh great board control really fast loads of teleports loads of good stuff in there very themey very themey i actually think this book is great i went into it being like i don't give a fuck about nighthaunt and then having just just written them all out here i actually think that they really got me like i was like yeah i do want to scare that you who are you scared yeah. of yeah i do want to scare that unit <laughs> and then a good chance to cosplay as ghosts which because we haven't mentioned that in our reviews so far but i think that yeah. we should probably um review the ability to cosplay as an army cosplay as yeah yeah I so think... well i mean if it's themey and good for cosplaying then it's got to be a good narrative army so yeah yeah, yeah. right so that's kind of my Which first impression very important yeah so that's kind um, of that's my takeaway but when we go through this maybe my ideas will change 
Okay, let's talk about the battle traits. Battle traits are what you get if you build an entire Nighthorn army. You play a thousand points, you play two thousand points, doesn't matter. You get all of these battle traits and they're free. So it applies to your army all of the time. Okay? So there are there are, I think there are six and it's quite a lot. So you've got Aura of Dread. Okay? Yeah. Enemy units within three inches of Nighthorn units are terrified. And this comes up a lot in the rules. Okay? Thanks, Mam Dare. Yes. Yes, Dayton. I mentioned you earlier on the show. Love you. Um, Aura of Dread, enemy units within three inches of Nighthorn units are terrified, and this comes up loads, so keep remembering that. So if you're within three inches, so basically if you're in combat with a Nighthorn unit, you're terrified. You're terrified. Yeah. yeah. Terrified units cannot issue or receive Inspiring Presence Command ability. Ooh. Which is making it so that you ignore Battleshock tests, basically. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, so then that's pretty good, and it doesn't obviously affect Nighthorn units. So your Nighthorn units, which are all pretty much Bravery 10, yeah. like, are, are never much... terrified, but and... everybody else is terrified. Yeah, and that's huge, right? Yeah. Mm. So no inspiring presence, wow. Wow. That's a, that's a good start. Mm. Next up, they're Ethereal. They've got a six-up ward, is what Ethereal means, apparently. Oh, okay, yeah. Ethereal also means that you ignore modifiers to save rolls. So if it's a four-up save, Rend won't ever affect it. But you also can't give them a Mystic Shield, so it's just a four-up yeah. save, which pretty much the whole book is a four-up save, apart from Chain Rasp, which are a five. Cool. Okay, and then for some reason, Ethereal also means retreat and charge. Army-wide, the whole book, every unit, retreat and charge. Wow. Okay. <laughs> oh, I guess walls don't stop you. Wow. No. No. You can't really get locked in combat with a ghost. Uh, thanks, no. Grody Wokey, for resubscribing. Right? Ethereal pizza. Oh, I love a pizza. Um, pretty damn juicy. <laughs> so that's huge. That's already huge. So you've got a combat army, almost exclusively, that can super fast charges yeah. in it's got a six up ward which we'll we'll talk about that in a minute and you've got retreat and charge so you are never locking one of these units down right okay yeah. and then they do do weird stuff on the charge <laughs> i like how everyone's read the leaks and they're like get to it rob stop feeding it us okay right they've got yeah. nathan they've got a frightful touch i don't know if a you've frightful ever, touch yeah i don't yeah. know if you've ever been touched by a ghost but unmodified hits of six yeah. Auto wound. It's no wound roll, not a choice, just happens and affects all Nighthorn. So that's that's pretty important. It's not a choice. Like you don't can't be like it can be an auto wound if you want. It does, basically. Ah, uh, okay. So that means that they can't use like the curse ability or anything like that then. No, because you can't have simultaneous effects. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. I don't think they've got a priest anyway. Oh, they might have a priest. No. Oh, they might have a priest. Oh, I don't think. They've got tons of totems. Yeah. Um, retreat and charge doesn't matter uh, until it does and makes you win the game in turn five. So every unit is going to retreat and charge, and every unit, any sixes to hit are going to be an auto wound. Which... Yeah, they're super mobile, aren't they? Super yeah. mobile, and then, uh, yeah, Nagash might be one, or was one, I don't know. Anyway, then you've got the ability Vanishing Phantoms. Take up to three units off the battlefield and place them in reserve. Okay? So this happens after deployment. So you've deployed your army. Nathan, yeah, you and me are playing. Yeah. You're playing Gits. I'm playing Nighthorn. I've deployed my army. Then 
we're about to start like be like cool the round started but i'm about to claim objectives because if you guys don't know when you start playing age sigma when the round starts anything that you're on an objective you already claim so like if right. they're in your territory yeah. so if so you, you're deployed on an objective yeah. yeah so before that step in the game yeah uh then you're able to take three units off the battlefield and then put them into reserve which means put them off the board and then you can deep strike them as normal which is at the end of the movement phase you put them anywhere on the board nine inches away anyway. from the enemy and then normally an inch away from terrain is sometimes written in at the minute um but that's for the, that's that, that's an army ability nathan that's just any time like you don't have to obviously but you can just be like oh, yeah yeah i'm gonna put those in deep strike now suddenly ambush with three units yeah and it's going to be super fucky to play against this army because you deploy they deploy and then they lift off three units you're like oh okay and then they put them deep strike and then the other units are fucking running and charging or sorry retreating and charging if you get in a fight with them so pretty oh. good i think um and then you've got a command ability so there's a command ability which is army-wide command ability like iron jaws which is uh discorporate which is uh they've got a six at ward normally this allows um a unit when it's targeted in the shooting or combat phase to have a five up ward oh okay so you can make one of your units a five up yeah warder yeah for a command point yeah in the shooting and the combat phase so you can yeah, use yeah. it you can use it all the time right um which is which is really just good. for that phase just for that phase yeah. uh yeah all out ghostly which is uh pretty good because it, it uh, so that means that obviously they're going to be more defensive which uh with their four because they basically have not they don't have a ward save because obviously their ethereal armor save doesn't stop mortal wounds but mm. it is a flat armor save right like a four up yeah. um and then they're going to have a five up ward on top so they're as tanky as you know some plague bearers or something like that yeah, uh, that's pretty good. Yeah. Okay. So so far, a really great kit. Yeah. A really good kit. Also, the whole army flies, right? The whole army flies, because like every unit has got the flight keyword. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I would say that's a really good set of allegiance abilities. They've got to be super happy with those. Dude, it's crazy. Retreat and charge yeah. all the time, every unit. Yeah. Like, that's gonna well, be. A and turning oh. off inspiring presence and all of that that's all really good huh? we're not finished though bud and that's where it gets fucking wild right so we got the last battle trait is wave of terror okay oh, okay so, some more yeah yeah so when a night haunt unit finishes a charge move pick one enemy unit within an inch so and this applies to every unit that charges so if i've got one unit and it charges i pick a unit if i have three units that charge one unit then all three effects will apply and all and it can be the same effect three times okay but okay. does that make sense so like every time a nighthorn unit charges it basically applies a debuff to one unit that it charged right okay so uh you basically you roll your attacks um uh like yeah yeah so yeah have i missed have i missed a battle trait no i haven't have i oh hold on I'm sure I haven't. Or maybe I did. I hope I didn't. Anyway, uh, so this is what it does. Um, you, you, so you roll 2d6, Nathan. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, on a 2 to 3, nothing happens. Right? On a 4 to 7, it's minus 1 to hit. Right? So just your average charge, when I charge you, you're minus 1 to hit. All right. Yeah. Uh, 
uh, and an eight to nine. If you're on eight to nine, it's minus one to their save. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And on a ten plus, the fight yeah. last effect applies. Huh. So. Go on. Okay. So, and the more units you charge in, the more chances you have of rolling. Yeah, hundred percent. Well, I mean, you always roll. Right, like yeah. it's any charge roll. So if you roll above a three, so you roll a four plus. Oh, gonna... is this your charge roll? So whatever yeah. you roll for your charge, this is what the effect. Yes. That you get, you don't roll again. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that's obviously massive. Now you're allowed to drop down an effect. So let's say you do fight last. Your first charge is a fight last, and then your next yeah. one is an eleven inch charge. So you're over the ten up mark. Yeah then you can just be like, cool, I want to drop down to minus one save. So, yeah, you've, so I mean, that, that's also yeah. built in. Wow. And you can retreat and walk, charge army-wide, Nath. <laughs> so you're just going to charge all the time. Yeah. <laughs> all the time, right? Um, right? So it's, it's great. Like, and then you can, and they can stack. The rules say they can stack. I've looked at this. They can stack, and also checked away with Charlie, who double checked for me. So that's that's good enough for me, right? So you could be like, you could just get three nine inch charges and make someone minus yeah. three to save. And just all of them, yeah. Yeah. Oh uh, well, yeah. Yeah. Right. It's insane. It's insane. Right. Like even like a regular like minus one to save ability just for charging is great. So, yeah. like, and because there isn't a lot of mortal wounds in this army, that's something to, to mention. This army doesn't do a lot of mortal wounds, and it doesn't have generally a lot of rend. So, actually, well, well <laughs> yet. We haven't finished. Like, before we get to the sub-factions, it doesn't have a lot of rend, okay? It's got some, okay? Uh, but then we're not finished. So, so, on the unit's war scrolls, it's not a great team of rend, but... But we, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that yeah. now. I mean, you could cool. just have regular, because you could kind of have a unit of chain rasps and let's say like a dreadblade harrow, who's a character. You could both end up with two nine inch charges. And those chain rasps have got like a lot of attacks. They've got kind of like a shitty amount of tons of attacks. They, yeah. You could both do two nine inch charges, do a double minus one to save, and have a three up armor save unit go straight to a five up armor save unit just from the very fact that you've charged them. And then yeah. any sixes to hit auto wound. So, yeah. like, it's pretty good um anyway so that the battle traits so that's all the battle traits and they're pretty good right are those unmodified sixes unmodified auto. sixes yeah Un auto mm. yeah uh right yeah. so uh right sub factions okay okay so let's talk about this next i mean it's great right nath the army will always be charging always debuffing you yeah. always hitting you and you'll never be able to pin it down right so just crazy uh so then sub factions so you got a couple you got a couple of oh, hold on i've written this i've just made a bit of a mistake sorry i've left <laughs> this is my eye death one where i've accidentally left one on so give me a moment <laughs> oh nice little uh, eye uh. <laughs> sorry give me a second nathan what do you think of this while i quickly amend this well, I mean, uh, so as a suite of allegiance abilities, those are really, really strong. Probably one of the strongest allegiance ability suites out there, I reckon. I think from this edition. Yeah, yeah nearly as good as the Bad Moon one, I'd say. It's really good. <laughs> <laughs> uh... <laughs> 
Yeah, you don't have to roll to get it. You just have it all the time. That doesn't make sense. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. It's 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 all the time. Like, but anyway, right. Thanks for covering <laughs> me while I just fix that. Sorry, chat. Um, right. Okay. Back to it. Back to it. Oh, hold on one sec. One sec. One sec. Right. So, um, so sub factions. The grieving legion. Uh, so these are your four sub factions. You got four. Uh, no, yeah. ret- no retreat from grieving legion units with ten or more models. Just can't retreat. Okay. Yeah, that's a really good ability. Yeah. That's really yeah. good. That's especially really... as you, especially as you can retreat and charge all over the place. Yeah. 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 Like very spooky. Yeah. So you're just there being scared. And don't forget, if you're in combat, you can't use inspiring presence, right? Um, uh, the Emerald Host is now. This is a bit janky. But I'll try and explain it. After setup, but before the battle begins, pick D three plus one enemy units on the battlefield. Okay. I've rolled, right, a, yeah. I've, rolled, I've rolled a two, so plus one, three in total. At the yeah. end of each battle round, roll a die for each enemy, uh, each picked unit on the battlefield. On a two plus, they take D3 mortal wounds, plus one if it's a monster. So D3 plus one if it's a monster. Fuck. What? <laughs> They're just on a two up, they take D3 mortal wounds. Uh huh. To every, like, well, to D3 plus one. I mean, you could just get two. But you could be all the way up to four, right? Yeah, I mean, that's your little support heroes and stuff like that. Yeah, just yeah, in trouble. That's a, that's a lot. Like, uh, this is this is this is really good. This is your sub faction ability, though, right? Like, so this is you're like you're taking everything to have this as your sub faction, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've seen some other sub faction abilities which may be not as good as that. Yeah, cool. That's a great one. Yeah. That's pretty crazy, right? Well, they're both good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, and it's yeah, it's every battle round, but it does mean by the end of battle round two, you should have four support characters who have taken two d three mortal wounds, which is close to killing them in some cases. Every battle round, yeah. Well, you're, you statistically, I guess, you have three. You have three. So, wh- when when do you do it? Sorry, at the start at, of the. Uh, so you pick. Uh, at the end of each battle round, roll a dice. Oh, end of the battle round. Okay, yeah. 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 So it's a bit like the mushroom that Sky got shoots, but mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, um, uh, so then you got the Quicksilver Dead. This is another sub faction. The Quicksilver. Uh, the Quicksilver Dead. No ward rolls against attacks made by Dread Scythe Haradins. Just no ward rolls. None. Oh, okay. So, and, and then this allows you to take Dreadside Haradins as your battle line unit. Oh, maybe, yeah, maybe this is the one. If you've got Dreadside Haradins, you might want to take these. What are they called? Quicksilver? Quick, Ghost uh, Voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quicksil- the Quicksilver Dead. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty good. It's pretty good. Pretty uh, good. Yeah, for, yeah. You know, uh, like if you go into the right matchup, but obviously you don't have a lot of rend. On those Dreadside Haradins, so that's a bit of an right. issue, I guess. Right? Yeah. Except for when you're making all those freaking charges. Yeah. yeah. Cool. That's true. Unless you're reducing their armor save down. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna end up with some moments, I think, with this book, with this playing with this army, which is really exciting, where all your charges and debuffs go off and it just feels like your army is on pure crack. You're gonna be like <laughs> just runts, whatever, yeah. Yeah. Not even so ro- not even crack. I rolled, yeah, I just rolled ten nine inch charges and well. Just yep. obliterated everything, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good. 
Okay, mm. and then finally, the, sa the sub-faction, the, <gasps> the Scarlet Doom. Okay. The after, Scarlet Doom. Yeah, after yeah. Blade Geist Revenants make a charge move, so after Blade Geist Revenants, so in this, Blade Geist Revenants can be battle line. Okay? So after yeah. Blade, Blade Geist Revenants make a charge move, pick an enemy unit within an inch, roll a dice equal to the number of models in the charging unit. So if I have 10, I roll 10 dice. Okay. If I've got 30, I've got 30 dice. Yeah. Uh, and then on a 5-up, you take a mortal wound. So if I have a unit of 30 Plague Geist Revenants, then I just charge them, and then you're just going to take 10 mortal wounds just for me charging before I attack. Yeah. That's pretty good. Pretty tasty, yeah. Pretty good. The Plague Geist Revenants are the ones that we normally see, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll, uh, oh. I'll, I'll, I'll head down. We'll look at their war scroll mm. in a minute if you want. Um, it like, <laughs> let me go find it. I've got to go through fucking tons of stuff. One second. No, no, no. It's no, fine, no, 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 no. It's okay. It's good. I've done it all, so it's fine. It's not. But I haven't put this in order. So, Blade Geist Revenants. They move eight inches. They fly. Obviously, they come in units of ten, and they're 175 points each. And they're an elite unit, which means you can give command abilities to itself. Doesn't need a hero to do it. Okay. Uh, okay. They're one wound with a four-up armor safe. Don't forget, they get a six-up ward because yeah. they're a night haunt dude. Uh, they've got two attacks each. Threes and threes. Rend one. Damage one. But if they've charged, they get plus one attack on the turn that they charge. So you end up with uh, even a unit of 10 will end up with 30 attacks. Um, and then you'll do three or four more wounds on the charge, which is pretty good. Like, uh, if you have a unit of 30, you'll have a shit ton of attacks. Like a, sh like a shit ton. Um, <laughs> just smash your way through everything, yeah. Yeah, they will. Let me just quickly change the overlay a little bit, Nath, because I've. Uh, uh, I've I've fucked up a tiny bit, so. Oh, okay. Fair enough. No, uh, yeah, they're the ones that you see normally. Like people normally had a unit of them at least, and then, but they were the ones that they used to bring back on a four up. Yeah. That, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but the issue was. So yes, people, issue... people own these then. Yeah, yeah but we'll like the, like these. the people in the chat are saying, thirty-two mil bases and only in a one-inch range is is genuinely really the issue. Yeah, but like you know. Uh, because, and again, just for people who are like, why the hell is one inch range an issue? Because you sometimes, you can't reach over a 32 more base. So if you have like a line of 10 and a line of 10, you won't be able to attack from the second rank. And that's genuinely the problem. Okay. All right. Let's go back. Boop, 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 boop. Yeah, but I mean, they make up for it. They sound like they get loads of, loads of attacks anyway. So yeah. 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 It's, it's really good. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah. Uh, and Dayton in the chat said he's just bought himself 90. So uh seems like uh, like that might be the go-to for some people. Okay, let's talk about the command traits. Okay, so this is uh, what you can give your generalissimo uh, like as one command trait. You can only have one command trait in your army. Um, so you've got Lingering Spirit. You've got a 4 plus ward save against mortal wounds. Probably won't take that. You've got Terrifying Entity, which is the Aura of Dread. Yeah, um, which is uh, what stops you taking those, uh, those command abilities. Uh, it goes up yeah. to 6 inches. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, before it was three inches, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Ruler of the Spectral Hosts is once per battle at the end of the movement phase, pick a destroyed summonable unit, and on a four plus, you get a new unit with half the models. So it's a once per battle ability. Um, uh, and it's on a four up. And it's so, on a yeah. four up. Yeah. So uh, that's for the narrative players. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> is that us come on lads right that's us yeah we're gonna do that together yeah um uh then you've got hatred of living uh so reroll hits and wound rolls uh in melee versus non-death units 
What? Yeah, reroll hit and rerolls. This hates the living. This is on a hero, and you oh, genuinely on... you don't forget it's a command trait, and it's not yeah. like it's whatever. Like the yeah. heroes are kind. There's no like. There's no big choppy heroes in there. No. no, and if people are wondering no... what we mean by big choppy heroes, we mean like a sludge raker. I guess is kind of a good non-name character that's quite fighty, yeah. right? Or a more crusher would love that, but yeah, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, uh, the coloring is just left over because I was just doing like I was just quickly putting this together earlier. It's not finished um, for presentation. Sorry, uh, spiteful spirit. At the end of the combat phase, if you took damage that was not negated, roll a number of dice equal to the wound's characteristic. Each four plus does a mortal wound uh, to every enemy unit within six inches, which is kind of okay. But like yeah. again, and then you got cloaked in shadow. Cannot be picked as the target of shooting or combat by more than one unit per phase. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's pretty good. I guess you I want to keep a dude alive. I don't know how important the heroes are now, but they used to be very important. I think, I think, like, they're still important, but I think just because you don't have, like, if the Black Coach obviously was, like, a, a hero, you know, when you've got, like, a hero on a mount, those command traits tend to generally make stuff, like, quite good. And I guess, like, Dayton says, like, maybe it makes situationally the warlord. Slay the Warlord, you know, someone's like, I'm going to do Slay the Warlord, and then they've got long strikes, they only do it once or something. Uh, but it's per yeah. phase, uh, per phase doesn't even count. Like, I don't know, like, maybe if you're using it to build a tanky character, I'm not really sure. I don't mm. like, I don't genuinely like many of them. I think I like the Aura of Dread being six inches more than I like anything, but probably you'll still just see Masters of Magic, which is uh, a core rulebook command trait that'll be taken more than anything. Um, yeah. Uh, right, so command traits. So that's command traits done. Now you've got artifacts, okay? So you've got relics of the underworld and weapons of the damned. Relics of the underworld are the cloak of waxing moon, which is minus one attack for units that target the bearer in combat. It's uh, okay. That's pretty good. Uh, if you yeah. want to, again, make a tanky character. Pendant of the fell wind, which is a three inch aura of minus one to wound, which is pretty good. Three inch or a minus one to end. Yeah. yeah, it's quite small. Is it units wholly within or just models within or? Uh, like it's just, it, uh, I think it's just units, um, but I, I might be models. I'll have to go back and yeah. check. Uh, okay. midnight, midnight Tome, uh, wizard only. Once per battle, auto cast an endless spell with a 12 that cannot be unbound. Now, I actually think that this one is actually really, really good because some of the endless spells are crazy. Like, and well, one of them, I think, uh, if I read yeah. it right. And I quite like this. In fact, maybe a good opportunity for us to go look at the other spells. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's, yeah. Okay. That sounds like a good one. Yeah, so once per battle, auto cast an endless spell with a 12 that cannot be modified or unbound. Okay? Right. So let's go look at these endless spells. Right. So you've got three. You've got the Sheesh Reaper, the Mortalis, the Mortalis Terminus X, uh, no, sorry, Termi Nexus and the Vault of Souls, right? Now, the Sheesh Reaper is cast on six. It's got a range of six, moves eight inches. It's just D3 more wounds if it beat units armor saves. I think it's, I don't care about this one, if I'm honest. I don't think this is the one you're talking about. And you've got the Mortalis Terminus X, which is cast on six, range 12 inches, moves eight inches. And at the end of the movement phase, you choose one of two things, right? And this is really good, right? Okay. Um, you reverse time and you heal each unit within six inches D3 wounds, which is quite good for an army that's got a ward save, a good armor save, and there's some other healing in here, right? Yeah. And then you've got hasten time, 
which is each uh, each unit within six inches takes d3 mortal wounds on a two plus so if you're taking that sub faction that was doing mortal wounds you could potentially you could potentially like because there's a teleport spell i haven't mentioned that yet you could do a teleport you could throw that in yeah yeah emerald host thank you uh you could teleport throw that in and just start stacking those d3 mortal wounds which i think yeah. would be quite interesting like I don't, I don't hate that idea i think that's quite fun i like that um and it's the vault of souls and i'm gonna go and get the actual wording on vault of souls because it's a little bit complicated and convoluted so it's cast on six it's got a range of six inches and it moves eight okay okay it does yeah. aoe mortal damage but it can spike super high right so let's go look at it let's go find it right now and uh, and give it a proper read so you guys can read it with me and we can see what we think although this isn't working now one second chat sorry nath sorry yeah. this is the problem we're dealing with imager imager what are you thinking so far uh yeah i mean the uh i mean in general people have toned down artifacts and command abilities a bit on the newer tomes so i think they then they're not useless though they've got some uses and uh the well just the general battle traits just more than make up for it anyway so <laughs> it doesn't matter you could just give them all a teaspoon and a sh an old shoe and you'd be fine yeah 100 percent. so three grots in a trench coat in the chat uh, great name uh, it said uh, deep strike plus mortalis terminus x in Hamlet host by miss alinda uh so lady alinda lifting the veil is pretty nasty and i definitely agree i think also potentially putting the black coach in as well to try and do some aoe damage there's definitely like some drop a bunch of mortal wounds on a bunch of different stuff kind of build yeah and it still comes in at fairly cheap points wise it's not like you're committing your whole army to do it it's just in addition which i think is nice right the vault of souls is after the end of spell has moved you roll a dice for each model within six inches of it so each model yeah yeah add one to the roll if that model's unit is terrified so if they're within three inches of a night hall yeah. unit okay on a six that uh that model's uh unit suffers one mortal wound so on a five or a six basically you're gonna you do that but maybe on a six uh keep track of the number of mortal wounds caused by this uh endless spell so you're just gonna do one mortal wound to each unit okay yeah. If the total is 10 or more at the end of any phase, roll a dice for each unit within six inches of this endless spell, and you add one to the roll if that unit is terrified. Yeah. And then basically, a one is a fail, but anything else is d6 plus one mortal wounds. Uh, yeah, the unit suffers a number of mortal wounds equal to the roll, and then this endless spell is dispelled. So basically, if you can power it up, is what I'm saying, in an yeah. enemy army, then every unit within D6, sorry, within six inches is going to take D6 plus one mortal wounds. But a one is a fail. It's a really weird way of saying it, but basically a one's a fail. And yeah. I don't think it's very good, but I think you could potentially have a fucking great time with that, trying to make it work. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Against some armies, especially if you can get, if they are terrified, because then they're just not taking any, uh, they're not going to be able to inspire presence. Then. Exactly. Inspiring presence then. Exactly. So, just going to, build up build up Ooh. especially i mean it's only cast on a six and taking a command yeah. trait to definitely make that happen probably is not what you're going to do but if you're someone who wants to build some fun little combos or do some sort of crazy weird stuff like i think that that's really fun so i really yeah. like that uh, so anyway that's the command traits okay so back to sorry the artifacts so the weapons of the damned you've got shadow's edge 
unmodified wound yeah. rolls of six do d3 mortal wounds and the attack sequence ends and as uh, my good note taker has pointed out uh frightful touch auto wounds on a six is to hit um so it's kind of weird like your core allegiance ability is like six is to hit you auto wound which means you would skip the step where six is to wound do d3 more wounds trying to roll the sixes to wound yeah yeah like like so it's kind of odd yeah. uh, and then you've got reaper of sorrows okay before attacking okay nathan this is one you're going to enjoy before yeah. attacking roll 2d6 against the enemy bravery okay so what is a unit of gits bravery four okay so 2d6 yeah? yeah if you beat it then you get rend three <laughs> that's fine uh... <laughs> <laughs> right yeah. but, but don't forget this is an artifact right so it has to go on yeah. a hero okay yeah yeah and we've already said they're not the fightiest of they're okay fans. they're okay they're right. yeah. yeah yeah um uh but if the unit is terrified yeah then it yeah. becomes rend four <laughs> yeah okay however <laughs> rend three was enough However, <laughs> however, because you're obviously in combat, yeah, yeah, like you, they are terrified. They are always terrified, right? They Unless never, never, <laughs> they're not. So why is that a sentence there then? Well, it's in case you're playing against Nighthorn, but then you can't modify their save anyway with Rend. I don't know. I don't know why it's there, right? Um, so. And it doesn't matter against Nighthorn anyway, so it's always Ren 4. I know, it's just weird. It's just weird. Anyway, so that's the Reaper of Sorrows, which would make for some great memes. So I, I like the idea of doing Reaper of Sorrows. I think that would be really fun. Um, it's... <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. That's, you know, fair enough. Yeah. Uh, and then you've got Slitter. Before piling yeah, try, in... Try your hardest to try, try and manufacture a Ren 3 attack out instead of a Ren 4. <laughs> Exactly. How can I do this? <laughs> right, so Slitter, before pi p piling in, pick a model within one inch and auto-slay if you're higher than the wound characteristic. Only works the first time you attack each turn. So, not terrible. That's a little, yeah. like, like, especially on the units that can teleport. If you take yourself a Treadblade Harrow, uh, yes, yeah, a hero. Yeah, you nip it around, do some teleporting, do some charges, kill that support character, kill that support character. Kind of a fun little idea. Again, yeah. Doing it as a doing it as a, a sniper. That's what I mean. It's just like there's just some real fun in there. Is what I'm trying to say. You could yeah, yeah. you could you like, there there will definitely be be a competitive build, but there's also fun like abilities to do fun yeah. shit. And uh, you can pick models out with that. Yeah, of course. As yeah, well course. as units, so like standard bearers or breaking coherency or that sort of stuff yeah. you got you got it baby yeah you got it right so then there's some more artifacts and and weirdly none of these artifacts they're all just for night haunt heroes they're all in different sections but like i don't know anyway so artifacts you got light shard of the harvest moon once per battle announced at the start of the combat phase plus one attack to units wholly within 12 inches uh, you got the beacon of nagashazia which is yeah. once per battle uh, in the hero phase, return one slain model to every summonable unit on the battlefield, which is actually really cool because it stacks with Lady Alinda, and that's a really fun kind of thing which we'll talk about in a bit. Um, but that's only summonable units, so it's important and to talk about. that's once per battle. Yeah. That's once per battle. Also, the Light Shard of the Harvest Moon, once per battle, announced at the start of the combat phase, plus one attack to all units holding within 12 that's inches. That's really good. It's yeah. really great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Really good. good. 
Uh, and you got the Soul Fire Ring. End of the combat. Heal D6 if you killed something. Which is kind of good if you wanted to build like a, a really fighty character. But again, not really certain. Um, uh, and then you got Covetous Familiar. If an enemy piles in within three inches, they take a bottle wound. Which is really shit. And then you got the Witch Light Lantern, which is on a wizard only. Once per battle, you can cast one more spell, but can only cast a spell they don't know from the law. Really? Yeah. <laughs> that's quite cool. That's fun, isn't it? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, that's so, a... so you've just pick a new spell from the law to cast. What, or what is it? Once per battle only? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh. so it's a bit, it's a bit, it's a bit yeah, well, it's still, yeah, it's still interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, right, let's quickly go look at the spell law, because we haven't talked about that yet. Okay, so you've got yeah. six spells in this spell law, right? Yeah. So, and they're That's all, good. yeah, yeah. So you've got uh, the most important one, Spectral Tether, is the easiest one to cast. It's, uh, you cast on a four, and you teleport Deep Strike. So it's the caster themselves teleports yeah. so basically you wherever they are on the board you remove them you put them into deep strike which means you drop them on the board nine inches away from the enemy and sometimes an inch away from terrain pieces and obviously you cannot move after um but it's a hero phase teleport which is cool because that sets you up some big combos so being able to uh teleport nagash oh that can nagash take it probably because it's only night haunt wizards you probably can't take it i can't remember how it works with nagash nor give a fuck someone will tell me in the chat um but it means you can like take a linda teleport her do some endless spell shenanigans if you want or whatever else the fuck and i think that's a really fun spell right yeah. uh, okay so nagash can take it so if you want you can teleport nagash do seven arcane bolts yeah and then go for the big charge so fun i think uh, so that spectral tether is going to be really important, and I think you'll see that in a lot of lists. Yeah. Shade mist is cast on a six. A friendly nighthorn units holier than twelve inches get minus one to be wounded. Oh, that's quite a strong one. Yeah, that's a good one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially this one, I think. Uh, ho holy within, sorry. Holy within twelve inches. Within twelve. Wow. Yeah, that is good. I think this is going to be particularly good because um, you're going to get the Arcane Tome Shade Mist combo on a support unit that wasn't meant to be a wizard, if you know what I mean. Um, which, again, Arcane Tome is something you can take from the core rulebook, makes a mm. unit that wasn't a wizard a wizard, um, and then they can take a spell. Uh, although, obviously, actually, rules is written, you can't actually then select a spell, but that doesn't matter. Um, then you've got Seal of Sheesh, which is cast on a 5. Uh, friendly Nighthorn units, holier than 12 inches, get a 5-up ward until the next hero phase. A friendly Nighthorn unit. One friendly Nighthorn unit. Holier than 12 inches. Get a 5-up ward till the next hero phase. And don't forget, you've got a command ability to also make another Nighthorn unit have a 5-up ward. Which is pretty yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, a, that's a good spell. Yeah. Yeah. So they've that one... They've all been useful. They've yeah, all been yeah. useful. Lifestealer is not that good. It's fine. Uh, enemy unit within 12 inches takes D3 mortal wounds and the caster heals whatever wasn't negated. So whatever you didn't save with a ward save or something. So let's say you yeah. do three mortal wounds and you save two, you would only heal one. You're probably not going to put that in your list because you aren't going to like hope to get wounded to do D3 mortal wounds. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, 
And then you've got Spirit Drain, which is cast on seven. Enemy unit within 18 inches. Roll a dice for each model in the unit, and the six is a mortal wound. So it's a bit of a horde clearing spell, which is quite good on an army that makes you then um, like not be able to battle shock, which is, oh, sorry, not inspiring presence, which is good. Yeah. And then Soul Cage, cast on seven. And enemy unit within 12 inches fights last. Like. Uh, yeah, that's a really good one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, that that's... one's really good. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. super useful. Yeah. So, good set of spells. So, most importantly, a teleport, a minus one to wound bubble, a five up ward spell, which is really good, um, and then a horde, and then a fight last spell. So, you've got lots of options already. But you can charge, make someone fight last as well. So, you've got double fight last, you've got minuses to hit, minuses to save, they've got retreat and charge. So, as a toolkit, super yeah. good. Yeah. Super good. Yeah, all, I think, uh, yeah, one of the strongest sets of allegiance abilities with with a nice spell lore and decent enough command abilities and, uh, I mean, command traits and uh, artifacts, so yeah. Well, I think them ghosty lads are going to be quite happy with all of that. I agree, I agree. I think the also the other kind of thing to, to talk about, um, the other thing to talk about is that... Um, it's a nice glow up, but a lot of the abilities refer to kind of the being terrified ability. And mm. I always thought Nighthaunt were way slower than an army of fast ghosts should be. And I think like a lot of those uh, sets of rules that they were given, their toolkit, as we call it, uh, have been really good for letting us know that like, but pinning this army down is going to be literally like fucking catching a ghost it's gonna be like like it's gonna be super annoying to play especially when they roll those big charges but if you're a nighthorn player you're gonna be having a whale of a time thank you yeah. uh for the jokes that's great <laughs> a whale of a time, a whale of a time. Yeah. Right. i think they're gonna be very strong in their turns aren't they with because they're gonna have loads of movement uh and be able to dictate a lot in, in their turn mm-hmm where some other armies, like the Fire Slayers and them, they they can still do stuff in your opponent's turn. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yep, yeah, yeah, they're going to have very very destructive turns. Yeah, they are. They are right. So um, let's talk about the War Scrolls. That's going to be the kind of key to take away. Now I've got Big Nagash on the screen. I didn't even have these rules right on the screen, and that's mainly because, like, don't give a fuck about Nagash, like. I get that people like Nagash, and that's cool. Like, I really do. But I feel yeah. like these god monsters, especially... I, I mean, I don't even really want the god monsters in the game, if I'm honest with you, Nathan. I think it becomes a bit like fucking monster trucks. And I get it. I get it. I get there's a lot of us, like... Dr- like, I'm going to be dressed as a dragon in two weeks. Yeah? I get it. Like, some of us aren't the smartest, and I'm in that group. But I reckon, like, if you're playing Nighthorn, you don't play it for Nagash. You should play it for the Nighthorn dudes. Does that make sense? Or you're a Nagash player. Is that am I making sense? Yeah. Oh, well, I'm sure you're going to see Nagash in some competitive builds. There's probably some janky stuff that you can do with him with some of those spells and some of the other stuff he brings. But yeah, I also yeah, like monster trucks. Fine. By the way, I just think monster trucks are at monster trucks. You go to monster trucks, right? You go to you go to WWE wrestling. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's like that where you have those two robot things and you bash them together. Yeah. Rock'em, sock'em. Rock'em, sock'em whatever. robots. Yeah, so it becomes a bit like that, I guess. But, yeah, well, like playing with sons of 
Sons of Behemat. Behemat. Yeah. So anyway, so Big Bandagash, I'm not even going to bother talking about. Yeah. And, like, and we'll do, and I'll deep dive that another time. Like that's a whole thing on how to do a Dagash list. Okay. So let's talk about the actual leader of the faction, Lady Olinda. Ooh. So obviously she's the name character, so she can't take command traits yeah. and artifacts. Uh, she moves eight inches, like most of the army does, Nathan. Has yeah. fly, like most of the army does. I'm probably yeah. not going to mention fly ever again for the rest of the show. Yeah. They all fly, apparently. They all fly. 340 points is a level two cast uh, war, level two caster so you can cast two spells unbind two spells yeah. and is a war master so it will always count as the general which means the ability to do command abilities extends out to 18 inches which is what generals are able to do okay okay yeah seven wounds with a four up armor save which you can't rend i shouldn't have to mention that again in the show so you can't rend the armor save can't like so it's always going to be a four uh unless you've obviously got an ability to change the wound character sorry armor kit save characteristic uh and then a four up ward so seven wounds with a four up ward basically four up armor save four up ward which i yeah. think is pretty good comes in at the stonking price of 340 points okay that's a fair chunk. But the seven wounds, I feel, is an issue. Um, I really do. But we'll talk about what, what uh, she has. She's got four attacks uh, in combat, which is the two-inch reach, which are threes and threes, Ren 2, damage 2. So kind of okay in a fight. Not terrible. Yeah. Uh, Ren 2 is nice. Uh, six attacks um, from the kind of handmaidens, which are fours and fours, Ren 1, damage 1. So ten attacks, like, like not really a yeah. fighting character, basically. But we'll do okay. Yeah, yeah still yeah exactly still take out small units and stuff with that yeah so this is where it gets really interesting so once per battle she has an ability once per battle she can return d6 models to all summonable units on the battlefield oh on the whole battlefield on the cool. whole battlefield right now uh some of the keywords are cut off in the photos but if things like um spirit hosts are still summonable um if it's d6 models like you've got a fucking tricky play so there so it's once per battle, battle in your hero phase. Yeah, or in your in hero phase. The... In your hero phase, not in the hero yeah. phase. So it can't be like if your opponent. Oh, okay, I was just thinking for if they choose broken ranks, but fair enough. Fair enough. No. Nope. So thanks, thanks, Dave. So not... like, so let's say you have like I don't three units of hex race running around, and they're all down to one. You can get mm. d6 back. So it kind of like massively, and it's all summonable units, which is all units apart from characters and the coach. So it super encourages you in some way to MSU, which also plays in so nicely with your charges. Because, yeah. you know, you have, because you just get, like, Spirit Hosts would be crazy. You just took shit tons of Spirit Hosts, right? Yeah. And then, like, you get them all down to, like, one tray left, and then you just fucking bring them back. <laughs> Is like because I was like, why is she three hundred and forty points? <coughs> and then when you uh, when you read that, you're like, what the fuck? Um, what the fuck is she doing for three hundred and forty points? But that's nuts. That's great. Yeah, that's hey. yeah, it's, it's yeah. a good little ability that is. Yeah, nice. Yeah, that's so really good. Summonable, summonable, summonable. I did it. Uh, right. So then she's got a five up aura that stops command abilities being issued from enemy units so not two but from so if you try to issue a uh and this is also an interesting thing about the book nathan lots of the, What's ability... the size of that aura sorry? 12 inches but it's not wholly within so 12 inch aura yeah and you can't issue command abilities and you can't issue command abilities if you're in that aura wow okay pretty good <laughs> right 
Yeah. Oh, no, wait, sorry. No, no, it's not. No, no, no. Sorry. You do have to roll a dice on a five up. Oh, it's on a five up. You can't. It's on a five up. Sorry. Yeah. Like I just, it's, it's literally on the on screen. On a five up, you can't, or do you have to roll the five up to be able no, to? No. So basically this is the way, this is the interaction, yeah. how it works. Lady, yeah. I'm, I've got a character within, or even just a unit champ within yeah. 12 inches of Lady Alinda. I try to do a command ability. Let's say unleash hell. Right. Bosh. Yeah. yeah. She rolls a five up. I lose the command point and, and you, and the effect doesn't happen. Whoa. Okay. Cheeky. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty mm. good, right? Yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah. Uh, so that's nuts. That's quite nice and defensive, that is. Yeah. Yeah, and the CP is considered to be spent, right? Like, and I think that that's that's really good. Like, that's good. It's going to be situational. That five up isn't all the time. But like yeah. I say, there's going to be some games turns when you're playing with your Nighthorn, and you're going to be like, "This is really fun." <laughs> your opponent's going to be like. <laughs> This sucks ass. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then you've got the shooting phase. She's got an ability uh, where she lifts her veil. Remember when she used to lift her veil? She still yeah. does it. Which is D6 mortal wounds, um, basically. Uh, plus one if the unit is terrified. It's on a two up, I think. Um, uh, but plus one if it's terrified. And if any models were slain, she heals D3 wounds as well, which really adds to her tankiness. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> and she can do that every every shooting phase, can't she? Yeah exactly yeah 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 so uh and then she's got her own spell which is cast on seven and is range 18 inches which is minus one to hit an enemy unit right and plus one to hit it so an enemy unit is minus one to hit yeah and then you get (coughs) yeah you get all out attack against them basically yeah cool pretty good right yeah 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 no yeah, yeah, I think she's, she's good. probably... I yeah, think she's good. Yeah, she is. She's worth her points, isn't she? 340. I think so. I reckon, yeah. Yeah. Seven wounds with a four-up ward save. Yeah. Like, I think, yeah. yeah, like, it's the it's the fact that she... The aura is nice, like, um, the shooting yeah. phase mortal wounds is nice, the fact that she's a two-cast wizard is nice. She yeah. heals. She's definitely, like, up there. But the fact that she has that once-per-battle return D6 models, and it's not a command ability, it's just, like, just going to happen one time. It's just an ability, yeah. Is just is good. dumb, dummy good. Dummy thick, yeah. dummy good. Yeah. Uh, she also counts as a general for the aura. That's right. Um... So yeah, just hot stuff, right? Um, it's it's not a commandability, is it? The ones per battle, is it commandability? That can't be true. Otherwise, it's dumb. I need to double check, Nathan. Sorry, pretty certain it's just an ability. Um, because this is something worth checking. This is why we're reading it because otherwise, me and the chapters come up with a great combo. Um, I don't think it is a commandability. No, it's not. No rest for the wicked. No, no, no. Oh, That's good. Yeah. That's good because we haven't talked about the Dreadblade Harry yet, Nathan. It gets pretty nuts after that. Right, oh, Raikonor okay. Ra- Ra- the Grim Hailer. Yeah? Yeah. Sweet fucking model, bro. Like, so cool. This close to getting one. This most. Oh, really? Uh, okay. So, cool. fo- so he moves 14 inches because he's on a flying dead horse. He's fly. Don't mention it again. He's a hero. He's 190 points and he's a one cast wizard. Right? He's got seven wounds with a four up save. He's got the six-up ward save, obviously, for being Nighthorn. Yeah. Now, he's in combat. He's got five attacks with a two-inch reach, which are threes yeah. and threes. Ren three damage two. So, really, nice. re- yeah, really, yeah. really punchy. Fighty, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. And he's got th- the horse has got three attacks. 
um, a fours and fours that are no rend damage one. Okay. Yeah. Now in the hero phase, he can choose uh, for a unit in twelve inches to suffer a mortal wound, an enemy unit, or right, um, yeah. he can suffer that mortal wound himself on his seven wounds. And he, if it's an enemy unit suffers the mortal wound, he gets plus one to cast. But if he suffers the mortal wound, he gets plus three to cast. What? Okay. That's pretty good. And considering he's really mobile, if you want that minus one to wound uh, aura, he yeah. feels like a really good um, uh, a really good candidate. And apparently, Nathan, he doesn't have Ren 3. He's got Ren 2. So thanks, right. thanks, chat. That's just me writing things down a little bit. I haven't had a chance to... I've literally just finished this before the show started. Yeah. So... Um, oh, Rin, Rin 2 is pretty good. And obviously there's a chance that it's Rin... It counts as Rin 3 anyway. With all those minuses to save and stuff. Mm -hmm. That could happen from long charges. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so so really good. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, he has got minus one to... So uh, he's got plus one to hit and wound versus a priest or a wizard. Oh, yeah. 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 Plus one to hit and wound good. versus a priest or a wizard. Uh, also needs changing because I've got priest of wizard, which sounds great. Uh, and he's got his spell, yeah, is a range of 12 inches, which does D3 mortal wounds. And if any models in that unit were slain, it does another D3 mortal wounds, which is kind of okay. It's cast on seven, but it's pretty shit, truthfully. Yeah. Like, situationally fine, but whatever. Yeah, so he might be casting one out of the spell law then. Like you said, that minus one to wound... Bubble. bubble or something like that yeah especially he's 190 points super fun great miniature like you've got some really fun stuff there that plus three to cast is cool uh for taking the mortal wound and it, like you can go priest or monster hunting which is fun um and he can't you can't negate the wound that he does um right so now kurdos i actually kind of yeah. kind of gutted for kurdos nath if i'm honest oh uh, okay like i don't think he's bad that's not what i'm saying i just think like yeah. He's he came in the start like he's like oh you're wave one baby right now but I think he's got still got one of the funnest rules but um anyway we'll talk about it he's got seven wounds four up save bravery ten right it's two hundred and ten yeah. points for Kurdos but he moves ten inches he's got five attacks which are threes and threes rend three and flat three damage nice oh he's also pretty choppy yeah 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 that might uh. I think that's right. Yeah, uh, and then he's got six attacks from the handlers, fours and fours, rend one, damage one. So he's quite fighty because he's kind yeah. of he's the king, right? Yeah, he's the craven yeah. king. Alinda is the queen, right? Now the fun thing that he has on his war scroll, but this is the bit that I kind of think is a bit disappointing. If we just go look at the imager for a second, just so I can show you guys, like he's like the second name character in this book. Like he's kind of a big deal, and he has one war scroll ability, and I'm like. Well, okay. Anyway, I still think it's a great book. I just think that was a bit sad. But his his one ability is really fun, which is yeah. at the start of each battle round. So when you get your command points, you and your opponent, on a five up, you steal their CP. So they lose one, you gain a CP. And if he's okay. within three inches of an enemy hero, it happens on a four plus. Cool. Right, which is kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah probably unlikely that he's that close to heroes but still yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so i don't hate he's Kurdos. not a wizard then yeah he's not, no, he's a wizard, not a wizard or anything nope no 210 points for like a kind of fighty character that steals mm. cp yeah i think the other guy was better personally the Raikonor. yeah i agree yeah yeah i agree cool but it doesn't matter nathan 
because yeah. now we're into the fucking meat and taters of the show, right? Nice. Right. This is all rack the drowner. What? Yeah. Okay. okay. So this is so this is uh, so this is the boat. And so do you remember from uh, from uh, I think it was Adepticon they showcased a new Nighthawk miniature. So oh you... yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So this is the dude in the boat. Yeah. Dude in the boat. The new new dude. New boat. Yeah. Oh, old boat. Now this guy. Old dead dude in old This guy boat. is a pimp, right? Because now I don't know if it's going to make it into competitive lists, but we're talking about yeah. fun. Yeah. This is super fun, right? And he also has got an incredibly powerful, as being pointed out, powerful ore, Nathan. He's got a strong ore, okay? Strong ore, yeah. So he's 175 points. And this is, like, like I've been really positive about this book so far. Like, so I just want everyone to know that. But this is definitely like, hey, buy this new miniature. It, we've definitely pointed him way cheaper than he should be. If you compare yeah. him... So, if he's, comp so he's cheaper to, than the last two, the king and the, the dude on the horse. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, shout out to Dr. Norbert and Wraith, both resubscribing, you fucking cuties. Thanks. Um, uh, I think he's great. He's 175 points. He's got the, he's a totem. So he's got, you can do command abilities from 18, 18 inches. Inch, yeah. Right, super good. Seven wounds, right, four up safe, right? Okay, he moves 10 inches, right? So he's got four attacks, uh, three uh, in, with a three inch range. I'm pretty certain with his ore. Four attacks, oh, three yeah. range, yeah. <laughs> got good reach, yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's threes and threes, rent two, D3 damage. And he does fly. He does fly, yeah. Right? So that's pretty good. Okay. Right? Yeah, yeah. Not, right? not far off what the other lads are doing, yeah. Yeah. Right. Now, this is his command ability. Um, I'm pretty certain it doesn't say not holy. I'm going to double check this in a minute. So, in fact, let me go check the command, this, this guy now, Nathan, because this is kind of important. Uh, for what yeah. he does, what he does in game, you, you can use this command ability to start your movement phase. If you do so, you pick one friendly Nighthorn unit on the battlefield that is visible to this unit. Okay. Okay. Doesn't say where. Like, there's no range. Just anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. That's the only stipulation. It's just you've, you've got to got see a loud it. voice. Yeah. 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 Right. You got to see it. And why well, he's got to be able to see them. Yeah. yeah. So maybe it's a stare or something. Yeah. Yeah. So first, you remove this unit from the battlefield. So lift up your boy in the boat, yeah? And then you drop him nine inches away from any units. So you deep strike him. Making sense? Okay. Okay, good. Right? Yeah. Then you remove that friendly Nighthorn unit that he stared at from across the battle. He's like, oh, I see yeah. you. Harken, harken to you. Then remove that friendly Nighthorn unit from the battlefield and set it up again, wholly within 12 inches. Oh, that that is right. It is, it is wholly within. Thanks, chat. Yeah? And more than nine inches away from all enemy units. So he has to be within 12 inches of the boatman. But you can literally get one guy from anywhere across the seas and then just pick him up and just put him with this and guy. And pull him to you. Yeah. Yeah. And you both go somewhere. How good is that? That is... <laughs> it's just an ability. Is it command ability? It's oh, it's a command ability, yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So you spending a command point. Still, that's super, super strong. And when when in the in the hero phase. Sorry, say that again. Or in the movement. Uh, you do that in the. Oh, sorry, it's, our internet's been a bit dodge. Uh, I can't, I can't hit you. Uh, you command ability at the start of your movement phase, bruv. Nate, wow. my, Nate, my friend. 
Hello? <laughs> can you hear me? I wish Am I, I coming to me? Yeah, yeah, I can hear you now, bro. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Are you astounded? Is no, that what's... that's super... Yeah. That's... Oh, no. <laughs> it's so good. It's broken his internet. That's what it's done. Um... I'll take a minute. I'll take a minute, chat. It's fine. We'll wait till he comes back. He'll be Nathan. Hello, just meant, hello, talk to me. Hello, talk to me whenever hello. you think you're back. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Right. Okay. So we're not finished with the what that Nathan. You back, buddy? Yeah, I'm here. That's. Uh... He's not. This is quite an important review. Pop back. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, actually, no. There's someone who's pointed out something really uh, good in the chat. Thanks, Doctor Mouse. It is a commandability, Nathan. So actually, it's not board wide. So I've got that wrong because obviously it's commandability, so it has generic range. Does that make sense? Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. So Did I you say he was a totem. He is a totem. So it's 18 inches. Yeah. Yeah. So. Like, Sad. Yeah, yeah. Um, so oh. actually, so 18 inches. Yeah. So yeah, you're right. Um, thanks, chat, for picking up on me on that. I'm still getting used to that in this edition. That commandabilities, commandability has a generic range. I'm still, I'm so used to a range. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, Rob, what up, chat? Yeah, but uh, that, yeah, that's still, still great, great commandability. Wait till we, wait till we do the combo in a minute, Nathan, because it's gonna get fucking nuts, right? Okay. Okay. So oh, we've worked out a combo. Yeah, Good. we've worked out a combo. Also, this is important because he's on a boat, right? When he charges, he does yeah. D3 mortal wounds on a two plus to a unit within three inches after the charge move, right? But if he, you, whatever mortal wounds he does, so let's say he does three, you add it to his melee attacks. So his ore, right? Oh. Yeah. Can get D3. So he can go up to seven attacks, threes and threes, rend two D3 damage. Wow. He's great. He's and he's cheaper than those other two lads. He's cheaper he's than those other better. two lads. And he's better. Yeah, and yeah, he's yeah. better. And well, he's newer. I mean, yeah, and he's yeah. newer. <laughs> I mean, really, if you, the most expensive guy was the was the shittest, the middle price guy was was the middlest, and then this guy is the best. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wait, sorry. If any models are slain uh, with this ability, add D3 to the attack's characteristics. So it's basically the same. Yeah, like, yeah. you basically can add D3, okay? Um, cool. Right? So you have to kill a model, right? So that's the boat. So the boat's great. Buy the boat. If the boat comes out, fucking get the boat because you're going to be Buy having the best time. Yeah, yeah. Right? I kind of want to skip a little bit because there's a bunch of fucking dickhead models I don't want to talk about. But I want to talk about the Dreadblade, the Dreadblade Harrow, Nathan. Yeah. yeah, right. So another hero. Another so another hero. hero. But this is a generic hero, right? Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm going to yeah. go back to the characters. Don't worry. I know there's some really great characters. I'll go back to them. Right. So move 12 inches. Fly. Obviously, hero. 145 points. Okay. So 105 points for the Dreadblade Harrow. He's got yeah. five wounds. The four up save. Okay. Whatever. Four attacks. Threes and threes. Rend one damage. Two. Two attacks. Whatever. Like he's fine. He does some damage, but not a lot. Yeah. Right. So at the end of the movement phase. Yeah, they can teleport. So basically, the end of the movement phase, this guy can just fuck off 
and teleport and go into deep strike and then just deep strike nine inches away so that's just on his war scroll right so that's not the war scroll spell that we no, sorry the spell that we get for the law for teleporting and it's not the boat teleport it's just another teleport nor teleport. nor yeah. is it the the three units at the start of the battle which you've taken off the board and you've put into teleport nor any of the units that you've run in charge right okay yeah right but this is the one so once per battle round which i think is the first time we've seen this but maybe not uh, and it's loads in this book there's loads of once per round around this book if your general issues a, issues a command this unit can do the same command this phase for a free for, for free to a nighthorn unit cool right yeah and what did once the last per... guy do oh he can do that command ability, so he can teleport the dudes and then teleport them again, and then teleport. <laughs> <laughs> and then this guy can teleport. You won't, if you play the vice, you won't have a fucking clue what's happening. Yeah, <laughs> right. You're gonna be like, "What is going right. on here?" Yeah, nobody has a clue what's going on anyway. But How yeah, fun it's is that? Get worse. Oh my god, it's, you're going to be everywhere. You're not going to know what the fuck is happening. You're going to be like, what is... It's going to be like playing KO, but they charge you, and it, it sucks. Uh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, it's wow. great. Love it. Love that guy. Love that guy. All right, let's talk about this. So that's super fun. And don't forget, so that Dreble Harrow is a generic character, so you're going to be able to repeat lots of the command abilities you've seen already. Also, don't forget, there's a command ability, a generic command ability, right? where you yeah. can give a five up ward to a unit right yes so i'm pretty certain that they can that you can duplicate the command ability i think as i read it yeah um so that means i'm pretty certain that means you can duplicate the command ability um so anyway yeah really fun like, i don't know if the uh, chat okay, agrees so with you me. can do two five up wards that was a command ability as well yeah 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 interesting right um, yeah. But if you make them the general, yeah, you'd be missing out on any command traits when you do this with boat dude. Uh, yeah, hundred percent. But it's just really fun. Oh yeah, oh, sorry. You yeah, it's only when the general makes a command ability. Sorry, it, so it's only if your general uses a command ability, Nathan. Right. Yeah. 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 Uh, but like Owen is saying Sorry. in the chat, and also well done to Owen and his team for winning that team event this weekend. Um, it's once per battle if your general issues a command ability. So yeah. yeah, if you make the boat dude your general, you miss out on some stuff. But if you're making the boat dude your general, you're just there for fucking fun anyway, right? Alinda counts as a general. Yeah, so that's going to work. What was her command ability again? She doesn't have one. Oh, she doesn't have one. Okay. But you're going to want the double. You're going to want the double five at ward, right? Because you like you choose one unit to have a five ward, and you just pick another unit yeah. to have a five ward. Yeah, exactly. If you got a Linda as a general, then you could just make one of these people your general, so you can use that ability, man. You want to keep doing that? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, so that's once per battle round, though. So I don't think you can't stack it. Okay, so we're good. We're on loads more characters, Nath, but I'll just talk about them. I'm probably going to talk about lots of them now, just because their ability and not their attacks, because it doesn't really yeah. matter. So you've got the Cruel Gas Cruciator, who's a totem, command ability 18 yeah. inches, nice. 150 points, so 150, not a wizard, right? Yeah. So this is <laughs> this is fucking nuts, Nath. This is the Arcane Tome Master of Magic buff here. Terrified units, so units that are in combat with your army, Within 12 inches, so if you have a Night Cruciator within 12 inches of a unit and they're yeah. in combat with your Nighthaunt yeah. dudes, then if the Nighthaunt unit 
near you or any night haunt units near you are wholly within 12 inches so i've got one unit of night haunt dudes in a fight with a unit of yeah. chaos warriors let's say yeah okay those chaos warriors are within 12 inches of my night cruciator and my night haunt guys are wholly within 12 inches of my night cruciator that yeah. unit of uh night haunt have the um sorry that unit of chaos warriors have their damage reduced by one to a minimum of one so it's basically okay. yeah. seraphon but yeah, yeah. more steps with ghosts yeah 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 right so that's pretty good and it's every yeah. and it's any unit wholly within 12 inches basically so any any, any night haunt unit any night haunt any... unit wholly within 12 inches yeah. So you don't just pick one, it's just any of them. Yeah, yeah. Oh, All apparently I've got to apparently I've got to reread it. Apparently I've got to reread it. Right. You can stack it. Okay. All right. Let's see what they say. Uh paired with Ethereal is bloody amazing. Yeah, but Ethereal and a five up ward. It's nuts. So I'll read it again. <laughs> if this unit is within twelve inches of any terrified units, which is what yeah. I just said, subtract yeah. one from the damage inflicted to a minimum of one by each successful attack that targets a Nighthorn unit wholly within twelve inches of this unit. So it is what I just said, okay? Yeah. But what everyone in the chat is saying is, why don't you take two? <laughs> <laughs> right? Okay. Which is, which is fucking dumb. Yeah. Yeah. But I think it, well, I think like a beer dragon saying it's two overkill. It's 150 points for this guy. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It would be. I mean, a lot of stuff is only damage. Yeah, like two or three anyway. So oh, yeah. But it's but it's really good. It's really good against Iron Jaws. Like you take two units of thirty, yeah, yeah, yeah. two units of thirty chain rasps. Yeah, your Iron Jaws Gorgrunt is charging, and this guy's like, because then you give this guy the Arcane Tome. You give him the spell yeah. for the minus one to wound aura. So you're minus yeah. one to be wounded, and you're minus one damage against two units. And there's a Dreadblade Harrow next to him against two units that have got a five up armor save, which you can't rend, and then a five up ward. And a five up ward save. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, you could just shoot the fuck out of him. That's also a really good tactic. Yeah, just shoot that guy to death. Yeah. All right. Okay. So that's the night. That's the cruel gas cruciator. Uh, yeah. Then you got the Lord Executioner, right? Which is like whatever. Uh, he's just a really fighty dude, Nath. Five attacks uh, with All damage right. two. He's got a five just up ward. Excuse me for a sec. That Guinness is doing its tricks. Yeah, Nathan. All right. Okay. This is a great opportunity. We'll take a small break, chat. Just give us one quick moment. Uh, Okay, so Lord Executioner. Uh, Nathan, he's just a combat dude. Start the combat, pick one unit within three inches, and then minus one to wound. He's 150 points. You're never going to take him because he's kind of like a solo character that doesn't integrate with any other part of the army, if that makes sense. Sorry, say it again. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Distracted. It's okay. We'll ignore the yeah. Lord Executioner. Next up. Was yeah. he, he a douche? Oh no, he's fine. Right, cool, cool. He's fine. He's fine. fine. He's fine. Let me let me. I'll go back and show you. Like, so he's got a four up save, five up ward. Says on the sh screen. Yeah, yeah? yeah. And he's got five attacks, but like, he's just he doesn't do anything, right? Right. Oh, okay. He's got no no unique stuff on it, his scroll. He's just a, a hero if you need a hero. Yeah, I kind of wouldn't mind seeing him be damaged three. Like, I suppose you could always arcane tone flaming weapons in, but I wouldn't mind seeing him being like, you know what I mean, like. I don't mind there being like an assassin slash fighter. I guess we call it a brawler role. It's just it's just there to fight. Yeah, it doesn't do anything else. Doesn't integrate. Yeah. Just plug and play. But I I don't think he really stands up as a brawler. Um, so there you go. Um, Fair I'm not, enough. I'm not. I don't. 
I'm not going to take him. Like, so yeah. I wouldn't take him. Right, so Guardian Souls is 150 points and is a wizard. Yeah, five wounds, flies. Um, it's got some attacks, damage two, five attacks. Right, so he's got a plus one to wound for night on units, wholly within 12 inches in melee. A plus one to wound aura. That's just an aura. It's not a spell or anything. Just an aura, baby. What? Okay, that's really good. <laughs> that's super good. Right. So, nice. Stonks, right? And then he's got a spell. He's a wizard, obviously. Cast one spell. Cast on six. It's got 24-inch range. You heal D6 or return D6 worth of slain models to a summonable unit, right? Nice. Yeah. 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 Like, then that's lush, right? Like, that's yeah. good. But, but... Yeah, like, he's great. Do you 150 take... points. Yeah, same yeah. as the last guy, buddy. <laughs> I thought the other guy didn't do anything. This guy does like these two things. Right. Just like this guy's the guy. Right? Because you got the yeah. so you got the plus one to wound aura, the minus one to wound aura, the minus one damage. Yeah? They are the same cost. They are Andy Davo. Can I just shout out to Andy in the chat? He's one of my Blood Bowl bros now. That's right. I'm a Blood Bowl guy. Yeah? Shout out to Andy in the chat. So Lovely they're to both see 150 points. Yeah. One does something and the other one does nothing. This one does loads. He's also a wizard. Yeah. yeah. Does something really useful. Does oh. two things really useful. Yeah, uh, yeah. I agree. The other guy does bugger all. Oh, right. So there you go. Can you still. Uh, so that's the Guardian of Souls. I think you're going to put Guardian of Souls in lots of lists. Plus one to Wound Aura for all. That's just fucking dumb. Right. Okay. It only moves eight inches, though. So he's going to struggle to keep up with some of the units, I guess. I guess. Then you've got the Knight of Shrouds, <laughs> mate. that much teleporting. It doesn't <laughs> matter. <laughs> Just fucking teleport all of them. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, anyway. So you've got the Knight of Shrouds. You, you move eight inches. He flies. He's 135 points, right, Nath? Or you can pay 20 points to upgrade him to being on a steed. Okay. Uh, and yeah. the one on the steed moves 12 inches and has got six wounds. This guy's got five wounds. Um, and he's got an end of the combat. If you slay any models with the sword that this guy's got, special yeah. sword, and this is true for both models, you add one to its wounds characteristic and you heal a wound. Yeah. Right? So this guy heals a wound. So you could end up with this guy having like plus five wounds. No, plus yeah. 10 wounds, right? Which is pretty cool. I love that. Uh, and you've got a once per battle uh, round, once per battle round, you can issue yeah. redeploy all uh, all out unleash hell whatever the fuck that is I don't know it's just some bad writing for me for free so you can do a free redeploy or a free unleash hell on with your night shrouds however and you he also fights simultaneous with a night haunt summonable unit the night of shrouds on ethereal steed which is twenty points extra one hundred and fifty five points uh, he has a once per battle round issue all out attack for free so plus one to hit so he's one hundred and fifty five points and he also fights simultaneous. He's, he's, I guess he's a fast character, but I don't see you guys taking taking this for 150 points when the Guardian of Souls there or fucking Boating McBoatface is just running around, just just having the best time. Um, yeah. To be honest. So. Yeah, I mean, it depends on on how pushed you are for points. I mean, I mean basically, you're getting five free command points, aren't you, with uh -huh. these guys? Yeah. Um, and he also fighting for place with the Dreadblade Harrow, who is obviously, yeah, dropping yeah. points. So ambiguous yeah. pair makes a good point. Uh, so that's the that's the Night Shrouds. We've done the Dreadblade Harrow, who's going to do all the extra commander points. Then we've got the Tomb Banshee, right? One hundred and fifteen points for a lady that's on a square base, right? She's got she's okay in a fight. 
Like, nothing's really... She's got five wounds with four up save. Like, whatever. Uh, and at the start of your charge phase, if you can you can choose one enemy unit within 12 inches on a four plus, they must spend uh, uh, plus one CP if they want to do a command ability. Right? So if you wanted to charge a unit, right? So you yeah. could do you could kind of do a really interesting double with a Linda and the Tomb Banshee. So if you have the Tomb Banshee, right? And let's say, like, and you charge her into a unit that wants to all out... Um, uh, sorry, to stand and shoot. Then they've got to spend two CP to do the command ability, and then if a Linda rolls a five up, they won't have even done it. Yeah, they'll have spent two CP to do nothing. Yeah, right. Mm. Which is interesting. Yeah. How I many think. points is this? this 115. One, one five. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Oh well, interesting to see. Right, like uh, I think when it's at least are a... actually writing lists if if they've got the points spare. I mean, they they're all, they're decent enough heroes, the the last two, mm. but uh, it's just whether how pushed for points you'll be, I guess. Yeah, I agree. Mm. Uh, I think it's fantastic. Is all I'm gonna say. Right. Yeah. Uh, so then, uh, I think, but I think it's fun. This is what I'm trying to say. Like they've done quite well with a lot of the characters to really, like, there's a lot of stackable buffs and debuffs but there's also a lot of interaction like nighthaunt going from like what was a techie army because it was old and badly written to an intentionally yeah. techie army with like you're just changing points a bit was like sort of like grave lords they're very techie it's kind of interesting yeah. that death has become super techie like the You've got loads of overlapping buffs that you can do in a Soul Black Gravelords army. And it's, it's the same in this Nighthaunt book. There's loads of plays. You could just yeah. you could go to a tournament and change two characters around and your army will change completely differently. And it will be really fun. And I think that that's yeah. fucking cool, personally. Um, so, anyway. Uh, and then also, if it's a, a 4+, plus, by the way, for them to spend that plus 1 CP, but if they're terrified, then it's a 3+. plus. You get plus 1 to that. Right? So, loving that. Yeah. Loving that. You've got Cairn Wraith, uh, who's a 115-point character. Uh, he's got a sword, or a big scythe, actually, yeah. whose attacks are equal to the number of models within three inches of this model. I feel like they just can't not sell this guy, but also they're like, I'm not going to give him any rules. So he's 150 points, and he's in the list. Okay, okay, Nathan. It's the fucking time. It's Black Coach, baby. Okay. Oh, yeah. That old, that old potato. Yeah. Right? So... 335 points and a totem right it does fly it moves 10 inches and it's got 12 wounds with a four up ethereal save right uh and it's also got a five up ward right the cool. okay right the big beautiful potato that it is right it's got a five up ward right now it's a tax profile i could be asked to write them all down it's got like five attacks which are like damage to ren two right oh okay uh, and then it's got uh, 17 attacks. Like There's like a 9 and an 8. And I think that the 9 attacks are rend 1 and the 8 attacks aren't don't have any rend. But they all hit on 4s. Right? Yeah. So you're going to be like, oh, I'm going to roll these 9 dice. Okay, these are rend 1. Okay, okay, I've all got... Sorry. They're all hit on 4s. And I've wasted everyone's time. But I guess if you get any 6s, they all wound and they've got no rend. Yeah. So whatever. But you can... like I, I, I don't know what the math is, but it's okay. It's output, but yeah. it's not scary. Um, but it'll like it'll fight ten man units. Do you know what I mean? You'll be like, cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It'll do some damage. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, now this is the way it works. Not a hero. 
the to this guy. So he's got he generates energy from slain models. So there's no no longer you don't roll dice to level up your black coach, but your black coach does level up. Starts at level one. You put a dice next to it, right? Starts at level one, and then yeah. if any models within twelve inches are slain, it basically levels up. Okay. Okay. Right up to level six. Six is your max maximum. Yeah. Right. Right. And if you get to five or six then you're going to get a four-up ward on this bad boy. So 12 wounds with a four-up save and a four-up ward. Not bad. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how many how many dudes have to have died for it to get to that level? Five, well, it, just so, five, five or six dudes? Yeah, so it's slain or flee within 12 inches. Yeah, right? So, yeah. It goes up a level each time one, one model slays or flees. Yeah. Pretty good, right? Maybe you have to roll dice. I can't remember. I don't think you do. Maybe you do. Maybe you don't. I don't think you do, right? Yeah. Um, and then if it's a, so, if it's a six, so if your level's on a six, yeah, right, then in your shooting phase, it's obviously enemy models. Um, uh, if it's a six in your shooting phase, you can unleash it all on a unit in twelve inches, right? Okay, unleash all your levels. Yeah. Yeah, and on a two plus. They get 3d3 mortal wounds. What? Right? <laughs> Fucking boom. Boom, boom. Yeah. <coughs> okay. That's it. it. I'm playing Sons of Beermat. Nathan, <laughs> <laughs> you play Sons of Beermat. You get charged by three Nighthorn units. You're going to be minus one save, fight last, and you're going to be minus one to hit. You're like, this fucking sucks. Right? Yeah. <laughs> right? Um, so that's really fun, and it gives you something. It gives you something that you get to do in the shooting phase uh, with this unit and army, right? Uh, and then can teleport. Now this is really interesting. It also can teleport instead of move and retreat. Oh yeah, right. So it can instead of retreat, it can teleport. Instead of move, it can teleport. And obviously, you have to set up outside of nine inches, obviously, mm. right? So it's got that as an ability as well. So it's got run and charge or teleport the fuck away yeah. and charge. Yeah, yeah. Right, it's and teleporter. then teleport and charge. Right, which is nuts. Um, uh, and then uh, and what one inch of objectives? Thank you. Or terrain sometimes. Uh, and it also does impact hits on a two plus. It does D three mortal wounds. Right. Mm. So. Like that's an interesting little piece, and it's a totem, so I can do command abilities at 18 inches. Nathan, everything's a fucking totem in this book. Like they just love totems, oh, love nice. a totem. Yeah. So that's the black coach, and I think it's oh, I don't know. Like I think it's interesting, like definitely, yeah. and for like and considering it used to be a full potato, and now it's like I don't know. Potato, beans, and coleslaw. Potato. Yeah, like, yeah, it's it's upgraded to a full meal, but still, mm. like, I probably shouldn't have eaten that. Like, yeah, like, I think that's really fun. Like, I think that's really fun. So that's the black coach. Okay, so cool. time to talk about some units. Finally, Nathan, fucking hell. Oh yeah, they're okay. more units. Yeah. Uh, so you got chain rasps. Move eight inches. Fly. Uh, right, and they're a hundred and they're units of ten. Right. Yeah. Hundred and ten. Uh, points for units of 10 110 points for units of 10 one yeah. wound but a five up save baby yeah we did it we got ethereal, him to a five up save yeah right? ethereal save yeah, yeah yeah and obviously you can have a six award or a five up ward so that's pretty good uh bravery eight they're the only unit that's bravery eight nathan everyone else bravery oh 10. wow that's so scared yeah baby right <laughs> uh yeah i know the unit champs got plus one melee attack and they've got two attacks 
uh per dude obviously uh one inch range fours and fours but rend one damage one which is quite nice oh, that rend one might rend. Be, that rend one might be wrong in fact actually did i check did i copy that across wrong i probably did um let me double check maybe it doesn't maybe they do but it doesn't matter i don't know what it is yeah. uh, so two attacks each you said two attacks each baby uh, where are they? Oh, there they are. No rend. No rend. So I've 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 annotated that wrong. Sorry, chat. Yeah. One second. Um, this is the problem with having just done it today. But I was at Blood Bowl all weekend. So what can I say? What can I tell you? Yeah. Um, it's a whole book, right? So uh, and then but they get plus one to wound if this unit charged that turn, right? So you wouldn't have to give them the plus one to wound aura. So it'd be fours and threes, and obviously you get threes and threes with all that attack. If you wanted, yeah. not bad. Sixes automatically go through. You can reduce their armor save if you've rolled big charges somewhere along the line. So yeah, not bad. I don't think. Mm. I don't think. Okay, and their battle line, obviously their battle line. Then you've got Mimron Banshees, uh, Nathan. Yeah. Right. Um, now these are move eight inches. They fly units of four. Weird as shit. Okay. They're 105 yeah. points and they're elite. It, basically, if it's not a totem in this book, it's also elite, right? They're, oh, okay. they're a wound so... apiece with a four-up <laughs> save, yeah? And then two attacks, two attacks each, uh, uh, one-inch range, fours and threes, rend two, damage two. And they get plus one attack if they charge that turn, and they've got an ability. Now, unfortunately, because this is all leaks, they've got an ability which is unreadable by man, yeah? Like, the person who took the picture did the most potato job they've ever done. But this is All what right. my investigative reporters have decided it is. Okay? Okay. Right. I've you can roll... Yeah, you can roll 2d6 each time an enemy wizard successfully casts a spell that is not unbound and choose for the effect of that spell to apply to a unit wholly within 12 inches of this unit. Or, when an end of spell finishes a move within 12 inches of this unit, add one to the roll if this unit has three or more models. If the roll is greater than the casting value for the spell or end of spell, that spell is unbound before it has any effect of that end of spell is dispelled. Right? Oh. Yeah. Cool. So, like, oh, so pretty got interesting. Some yeah, yeah. yeah. Interesting play. So, but they're, they're how many points again for four? Uh, there are 105 points for four. Four and but they've only got one wound each, did you say? Uh, only one wound each, yeah, yeah, yeah. But so it's... they're quite a fragile unit, but they they quite they pack a punch, don't they? Yeah, they're really good, but like, and also what's important, they're, they're punchy, they've always been really punchy. Um, mm. yeah, and rules is written as Speed Demon Payton is saying, not that it's difficult to read. Um, but yeah, you can roll 2d6 each time an enemy was successfully cast a spell that was not unbound. So then if you had four units of Mimron Banshees, you could you could roll it four times. Oh wow. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um uh so anyway. Uh so that's the that's the Mimron Banshees. So there we go. Uh they're interesting. interesting unit. In yeah, very yeah. interesting unit to make kind of it's interesting to have anti magic, not an allegiance ability, but built into the war scroll. I really like that. I think that's fun. Yeah. Right, Blade Guys Revenants, Nathan. Yeah? We've yes. already talked about these. Yeah, because people are going to take shit tons of them, right? Yeah. Is it these ones they're taking? I think they're taking this one, yeah. This is the one in the sub-faction that works, okay? Yeah. Um, move 8, fly, units of 10, so they come in 10s, 175 points, and they're elite, yeah? 
uh, one wound each, and they're four up save, and the bravery ten. But they got two attacks, threes and threes, render one, damage one, and plus one attack if they charged. Okay, uh, so they're fine. Okay, they're expensive, yeah. but they're good. They're a good fighting unit. They're fast as well. Dreadside Haradins, right? So this is this is I think actually the one that's the that everyone's hyped yeah. about. They move eight inches, they fly, and they come in units of ten. Yeah. And they're 160 points for 10. Okay. Right? A wound each with a four-up save. Yeah. And then four attacks per one. Wow. Right? Okay. In units of 10. Fours and fours, no rend damage one. Plus one to hit and wound if an enemy unit within six inches is wounded or has lost a model that turn. Okay. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, with so good chance of being threes and threes then really, really good chance of being threes and threes yeah. and then no rend though did you say no rend no rend but uh, that can be sorted with their charging hopefully yeah and then minus one to wound this unit so this unit is minus one to be wounded uh, for units within three inches if it made a charge move this turn so when they charge in right mm. they are minus one to be wounded and like call me quinn says in the chat obviously you can have these as battle line in the um uh yeah. in the sub faction where yeah. you can ignore ward saves yeah yeah so you could go pretty ham with these and it's four attacks a piece so 40 attacks 41 attacks coming out of 10 of 160 dudes well dead dudettes actually technically i guess yeah 160 point unit nice interesting yeah. right another yeah another interesting yeah you could build lists around them probably yeah yeah especially in that sub faction yeah i think this is really cool personally and then you got the craven throne guard so the cross boos boo, boo, boo. oh yes boo, yeah, boo. Yeah. this is how they shoot boo 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 <laughs> boo 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 anyway uh they're 115 points for five they got one wound each with a four up save. Uh, the unit champ has plus one melee attack, which is weird. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's just super weird, right? Uh, and the, but their banner, Nathan, is rally on a five up. I might be a four up. I think I've written that down wrong. It might be a five up or a four up, one of the two, right? Yeah. Um, whatever. But their banner basically gives them a better rally. Extra rally. Uh, extra yeah. rally, yeah. Um, and then they've got two attacks. Uh, their shooting attack is two attacks, 12 inch range. Fours and fours, rend one, damage one, right? And then they've got one attack each in melee, right? But they ignore line of sight blocking, so you basically can you don't need line of sight to shoot them, and they ignore cover. But I hate them, so. <laughs> okay, then. Fair enough. I mean, fours and fours is pretty rough. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, but you really, pay yeah, for 10 attacks, right? Yeah. Um, like so i'm not a big fan of these right i think these are, are a big as weird knob says in the chat shout out to my bro uh from down south um big love to you uh yeah this sucks in my opinion uh right spirit torment how are we doing we're doing pretty good sorry nath yeah, uh no, that's good so spirit torment is actually a hero right and it comes in the box with the chain ghasts which is so it's an odd packaging basically all right then yeah okay um and this is to let you know uh five wounds with a four up save bravery 10 he's got three attacks in combat which is threes and threes rend two damage two however yeah. uh so you this unit can heal or return d3 slain models to a nighthorn summoner unit wholly within 12 inches when i need to double check this um yeah. just so i can get this right 
At the end of the combat phase, you can pick one friendly night haunt summon on a unit, wholly within 12 inches, and you can yeah. either heal three wounds allocated or you can return three slain models. That's the spirit torment. So it's flat three. Okay. Flat three as I well. Think, I think that's... it's flat three. Yeah, it is flat three. Bad. I don't know mm. why I wrote down D3. So that's wrong. Let me cool. change that. Um, so it's, yeah, flat three, which is good. Uh, pretty impressive, I think. Yeah. Like uh, for yeah. 115 points, just to be like three back, three back, three back, or heal three. Don't forget, if you mix this with a Linda, right, mm. you can be bringing D6 models back. And then three, yeah. Yeah. And, and, yeah. And it's nice. at the end of the combat phase. So it's so it's six per battle round. Oh yeah. Right? Everybody's combat phase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. Which is great, I think. Do you not think? Yeah, yeah. Good for multi wound dudes. I assume are the spirits the sp spirit hosts and things like that, they're summonable. So yeah, baby, yeah, yeah, but anything yeah. apart from the black coach. Alright? Uh, all the yeah. characters. So chain gas, Nathan, are the units you get along with the the whatever the bloody other hell the other model was called a second ago. Uh, the spirit torment um, yeah. flies, obviously ninety five points and is elite. They all are. Uh, now it's two wounds and it comes in units of two. Units of two <laughs> okay. uh, for ninety five yeah. points. So you get four wounds on a four up save for ninety five points. Uh, and then they've got two attacks, which are shooting attacks, which I just don't understand. They like throw their chains. 15 yeah. inches like I don't, like this is such an, yeah. Yeah, such an odd release they're like well this do you want this unit for do you want this unit for i'm like i don't want any units of four you weird but anyway it doesn't matter um fours and threes ren two damage one and then they've got two attacks with the same profile in combat because they they use the same things in combat yeah. and they've got plus one to hit for friendly night haunts units holding than 12 inches of this unit while a friendly spirit of torment is on the board so you can get plus one to hit and plus one to wound. So if you have the chain ghasts and you have the spirit torment and mm. like and the, the spectral lure, you can be like plus one to wound, healing, plus one to hit, uh, like That's on your quite, whole army. Yeah, quite a complex army to play with, especially if you start using all the different little units to do all the different little buffs. But yeah. 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 That's good. Yeah, and when you and when you buy them, you get you buy a spirit torment and two chain gas as a box. So that's how they come. So it's a it's a unit. Of it's a box of three models, um, basically. But yeah, <laughs> plus one to hit is really good. And, and the only thing that has to happen is the spirit torment has to be on the board. So it's kind okay. of an interesting support unit, right? The glaive wraith stalkers, they're elite. <laughs> they move eight inches. Uh, they fly. They've got a wound each. Uh, and a four-up save, so it's units of four. So units of four for the Glaive Rate Stalkers. So 100, yeah. 105 points for four wounds with uh, and four models. They've got one attack each. Uh, fours and threes, rend one, damage one. Um, might be two attacks, actually. Um, and then uh, plus one, but they've got plus one to charge rolls. Okay, now this is because they're musician. Now this is where it gets really, really cool. Pick one unit to be prey at the beginning of the battle and if you finish your move close so basically i deploy yeah and then yeah. i go that's my prey and then i move my models closer all i have to do is move my models my glaive wraith stalkers closer towards if, them yeah? yeah i get plus three to charge oh not just that unit just just plus three to charge anyway well, no, plus three to charge uh, well yeah plus three. Yeah. yeah 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 right but but they've only got 
two attacks each, did you say? No, I think, I feel like I can't have got that right because one attack is super shit. No, <laughs> it is one attack each. Fours and threes, rend one, damage one. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> Do we want them to have plus three to charge? I mean... Well, so, Four. like, because the only thing I was thinking is, is, like, DD Martin said in the chat, you kind of want to, like, ping that fight last effect, but this doesn't change anything. Uh, oh, no, they are damage two. They're not damage one, Nathan. I got it wrong. Yeah. They're damage two. So you're going to get four attacks what? that are damage two for 105 points. Fours and threes. That... Okay. <laughs> I mean, does the plus three... So if I have plus three to my charge roll, does that mean I'm going to be rolling nines then? More uh, eights and nines more regularly. No, no, no. Because no, no, the wave of terror is unmodified. The battle trait is unmodified. unmodified. Yeah. Oh, okay. So. All right. Can we just well, get that, put them in the bin? Can we? Reckon. Uh, just... uh, I reckon. I'd. I'd be. Let's throw them I'd, in the bin. Yeah. I don't see anything. Yeah. Let's get. Let's get rid of them. Right. I don't so, see it. No. So spirit hosts. Okay. They move yeah. eight inches. They're units of three. You're going to be surprised by this, but they fly. Uh, oh, yeah. They're an elite unit. Mm. There are, and also battle line, somehow. Battle line, but also elite. Yeah. Uh, and there are 125 points, right? So units of three, and they've got three wounds each with a four-up save. Okay? Yeah. And now they've got six attacks in close combat each, so you're going to be getting 18 attacks out of these guys, yeah. right? One so one each range, but fours and fours, no rend, damage one, right? Yeah. But they're bodyguards for night haunt units within three inches, right? So they mm -hmm. basically will take wounds for night haunt units within three inches, and that wound cannot be negated, right? But this is where you can get super fucky because obviously a Linda's like seven wounds with a four up, four up, yeah. Yeah. But you can just so, but you can just bodyguard off. I think it's on a three up um, to the spirit hosts, and then when they're all dead or close to dead, Alinda just like pops her casket or whatever it's called, and he's just like, "I'm going to get D6 these motherfuckers back." Infinite Alinda is what I'm going to call it. Yeah. So that's pretty good. So you know how we talked about you know how we talked about that little um, that little set of buff characters that we would maybe want to have that would support our army really well. Just have some spirit hosts nearby. 125 points for a unit of three, and they're going to tank for those guys really well. Yeah, like yeah, that, yeah. That's pretty good, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's uh, the bodyguard unit thing seems to be a a more common thing in in all the armies. So yeah. Mm -hmm. that's their version of it yep uh so then obviously they've lost their mortal wounds that they used to have then they do they have yeah. because obviously that would happen on sixes to hit yeah. but now they auto wound right um yeah which I, I don't know how, like it's 18 attacks for three of them for 125 points feels like okay they're also 40 mil bases don't think they're 50s so you can do some nice move blocking with them which is good like and i think is really fun um, being battle line obviously makes building your army really useful because you're going to take your characters. This is your battle line supporting your characters. Thanks, Quinn. So they're 50s, right? So you've got some, you can move, you could even screen block physically the, 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 your heroes as well, which is, which is dope. Yeah. Um, so, and you could have to take a unit of nine. Like, if you wanted, rally the fuck out of them. Have a great time. Um, right. So then you've got Hex Race. So they move 12 inches. 
this is your last unit. Uh, I think yes, mm. this is our last unit. Move 12 inches, they fly. The units are five. So you're going to get five of them. They're two wounds apiece with a four-up save. So you're going to get 10 wounds for 160 points. Now, they get plus one attack on their, um, their unit champ. They've got two attacks for the rider. Threes and threes rend one, damage one. But obviously they've lost mortals, which is a shame. They've also lost mortals when they move over stuff, which I, I think is a bit wank. Um, which was such a cool thing, you know, like that kind of ghost ride. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but they do have a new ability, which is double move at the start of the movement phase. So they can move twice, and they move 12 inches. So that's a 24-inch move. and But they can't charge after. Oh, okay. Okay, right? Yeah. So, like, they've got this kind of, like, weird duality to them as a unit where they can charge. Uh, so they can move super fast, but then they can't charge. So you're kind of like, okay, I'm not really sure what the, the point of view is. However, they do um, they do D3 mortal wounds on a two-up to one unit within three inches uh, when they charge, basically. Um, so they do they have impact hits of yeah. D3 mortal wounds. So I don't think there's tons to write home about for this unit, uh, to be honest. I mean, they're no. fast, which is good. Um, but I'm not sure. I'm not sure about uh, these guys. Yeah, they don't do a load of damage, do they? No. They're not overly tanky either, really. No. Right. They are summonable. Yeah, yeah, they're just a fast unit that, I guess... Yeah, and I mean, they can hold people up. Jantira in the chat is saying, obviously, you just slap that five-up ward on them. Yeah. Use them as a little bump screen if you wanted while you're kind of slower bits of your army. You could mm. womp them up 24 inches, move block with them really mm. well. Yeah, because obviously it's a cavalry base, so you can screen them out in a line and yeah. then just give them a five up ward and just be like, they've got bravery 10. So you're in a great spot. Um, uh, I, I guess you could run a couple of units up. They could both go 24 inches and just pin your army into a corner if, if that's how they've deployed. Or yeah. pin your army into their deployment zone so that they have to clear those screens, give yourself an extra turn to to set yourself up. So, and that's it. Like, and that's the army, yeah. right? So that's 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 everything. I haven't done my final thoughts on the Nighthorn, and I think going through it with you guys is kind of and chat. It's your time to have your say. Um, it feels strong, but yeah. I keep I keep wondering. I, it's not that I don't think there is any. There's no damage. I definitely think there's damage, but there's not like nine storm fiends and more more warp power sort of damage do you know what i mean mm. it's in a bunch of different places but i think there's so many overlapping debuffs movement shenanigans and counterplays that like uh thorns of the briar queen i haven't done the briar queen sorry i'll quickly do the briar queen i haven't put it on the screen because oh, i own because okay. uh, i only just got it um shout out to gary uh for this so the briar queen's a wizard uh just fyi uh, obviously you can do a spell Howling Vortex is cast on a 7 range of 18 inches successfully cast pick a point on the battlefield within range invisible to the caster then roll 2d6 for each enemy unit within 6 inches of that point if the roll is greater than the unit's unmodified move characteristic or the roll is double that unit suffers one mortal wound and its move characteristic is halved so you've got a half move characteristic from the Briar Queen and then before you allocate a wound or a mortal wound to this unit, instead of making a ward roll for that, you can allocate it to the Thorns of the Briar Queen. And the Thorns of the Briar Queen will set you back, I can't remember, some amount of points. I can't remember. Um, yeah. But yeah, anyway. So what are your thoughts, Nath? Another wee wizard. Uh, yeah, uh, I think uh, we're going to be seeing quite a few more Nighthorn out there. 
out there uh, on the tournament circuits. And, yeah, I think people will be able to get some mileage out of it as well. Uh, yeah, I agree. I agree. I think uh, it's got it's very very strong. I think if everything goes well for the Nighthawk player, then mm. the the people, That's... yeah, I think the people playing against it are going to have some major issues. Personally, mm. um, uh, the Scriptum Mortis does what the Scriptum Mortis did before, like just to remind everyone, it 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 dooms a person. And you take some mortal wounds. I. You're never going to take a script of mortis, in my opinion. Maybe in the Emerald Host, where you're already doing mortal wounds, but I don't know. Like, yeah. like I'm not really sure. I think it's fighty, fast, shenanigans. You can write loads of different lists. Yeah. Um, the shenanigans thing, yeah. I think it's it feels like it might be a fairly complex book to play with. Like, there's lots of little buffs and debuffs and things that you get. Oh, right. I just lost you there, Nathan. I lost you there, Sorry. bud. So, what did you say? Can you hear? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was just saying, it looks like a fairly complex book to play. Like, lots of little buffs, debuffs, um, things to keep an eye on. So, um, yeah, it's not like a straightforward book. But those things that it's got are all useful and, and will give it power. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see how this relates to the new General's Handbook, which can't be that far out now. Um, mm. Like, is this written more for that? Because obviously, there's no monsters in a Nighthorn book. Yep. So they they've struggled with our last one, the season of monsters. So yeah, we'll see see how that, this interacts with that as well. It's a good point. It's a good point. I hadn't really thought about the fact that there's there's very few monsters. Well, there's no monsters other than the gash. I think also if you're doing the gash, you're doing the gash list. So it kind of changes. Mm. It changes up specifically. There's also their battle tactics and their other stuff to go through. But that's going to be more in a more condensed video um, to talk about because I don't think there's really much to ever talk about that. You just be like, oh, they've got battle tactics. Cool. Um, like I think I think ultimately, like from a power level, but also from a, a gaming level, I'm actually really excited about this book. Because it feels like there's at least someone in there who is coming up with some fun stuff. I feel I, I I still think that I could do with a couple more rules on different war scrolls. Like Kurdos would have been one. Um, the execute the Lord Executioner another one. I would have liked. I I I get that they're yeah, trying to get. They're definitely trying to... a couple of misses in there. Where that where that war scroll is priced exactly the same as the other one, mm. and it's got an empty war scroll, whereas the other one's got two abilities. I mean that's free rules that somebody's getting. Mm. Yeah, and the I think mate. I think the hex rates are a miss. I get that hex rates you could use as a screen, but I really don't like my values when I value like units. Really, I always want something to do something, and I guess a double move is maybe you could go capture a unit or something. But I, I, I lo I'm a bit sad that they lost the the ability to grab an objective, like not but the ability to run through stuff, which I thought was very themey. But other than that, I think the actual like core toolkit of the army has got mm. lots and lots of really fun themey stuff. You're like, oh, you're terrified. Oh, that unit's terrified. Oh, because it's terrified to get this extra thing. You know, like I think that's really fun. I mean, that's huge. <laughs> like yeah. I, don't, I think we kind of skipped it, but you get no battle shock test against this army in melee is mental. Yeah. Like 
Like, not backstroke test. Sorry, not no backstroke test. You get no inspiring presence, sorry, against yeah. this army. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. And you're never, pinning the, you're never pinning the unit down. They've got fly. Like, nuts. Like... I just think uh, I think it's I think it's great. I think it's a really good book. I think it's going to be really strong. But also, and excitingly, there's someone until this book, I didn't think that there was anyone in the rules department that was trying to create something fun for people like me that want to do a bunch of different shit, even if that shit doesn't really turn into anything. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah, yeah. I think this is there's definitely a challenge in playing this book. I think because you've got so many so many tools you can do uh, and they're all like i think they're all fairly subtle it's not like a massive it's not like a dragon's flying over and just toasting something but i think there's a lot of play in this loads right loads yeah, yeah. Hmm, it'd be interesting to see like how this would compete against the the dragon and long strike list and stuff like that i think yeah it'd be interesting yeah, I think it's going to be really good. Chat seems to be really confident about it. We also know that there's loads and loads of... We know that there's loads and loads of Nighthorn out there in the world, like I said. Or there's loads available, right? Like, loads available out there, which mm. I think is really exciting. Um, yeah. How does Stormcast do against it? No problem, baby. You just take 15 Judicators with Hurricane Crossbows and just delete Nighthorn units like they're going out of fashion. That's the other thing as well. Like, that 4-up save is going to be... Like that four up unrendable save on most of the army is going to be amazing and heart wrenching. There's definitely that game where the Nighthorn player is like four up, four up, four up. Oh, you ran three, four up, four up all day. <laughs> yeah. And there's also that game when they roll a ton and it's just like there's none. There's none, and it just everything dies, right? And I think that's gonna be, I think that's gonna be really fascinating as well, um, like that element, because I think this game is, a, this this army is also a really dicey army, because there's gonna be some amazing shit and some terrible shit, based on those dice, which I think is, um, I think is 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 really exceptional. So I actually, I'm super excited. Nathan, thanks for staying with me so long on this show. I really appreciate oh, you. No. Thank you. Uh it's been uh, it's been interesting i look forward to seeing well I, I don't yeah i look forward to playing against these now i guess people can start playing with these rules <laughs> they're out they're out but... they're out <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah yeah, uh, yeah, yeah so... interesting to see what the daughters of cain because they're the ones coming out with this on yeah they're ones coming out so we're hoping to yeah. yeah similar strength to this then uh they're gonna also be a handful aren't they well it's interesting because i i do wonder like I, I if i get so i don't have any time i would love to go back later in the week but i've got an event this weekend i've got world stuff tomorrow like i don't have any time for that but like it would be really good to go back and look at some of the, like you know those first battle tomes just kind of like maybe we'll do it at the end of the year Maybe we'll do it at the end of the year and we'll see if there's any kind of like design decisions that are slightly different because this what the one that's interesting to me is there's quite a few just within 12s not wholly within 12s like a lot of the storm oh, okay. a lot of the stormcast yeah. like most of the stuff here no there's no there's a good interaction between within 12 and wholly within 12 yeah. like there's there's some really good like like some good understanding of those two things i know you people at home might be like what the fuck it doesn't matter and i'm like it does matter like that's actually really important knowing that the enemy unit is within 12 but the friendly unit has to be wholly within 12 is actually really good because 
like whereas if the enemy unit has to be holier than 12 it fucking sucks like that's a much worse ability that doesn't work in the hero phase yeah. so actually that writing that's in there was quite good in this and i quite enjoyed it and i think ultimately it feels really themey i i ended up being excited at the end of this book which was, wasn't what i was expecting going in and that means good game design from from the people writing it which is fun so yeah and if ghosts end up being bent as hell like as in way too good i think that's fine they deserve their time to shine don't they it's been four years yeah. like <laughs> it's been four years all right if you've been listening to this uh live on twitch my love to you thank you so much for tuning in if you listen to back as a podcast thank you very much please stay hydrated hydro homies and if you are watching back on youtube please leave some comments like and subscribe over only 20 percent of the people who watch our content actually subscribe nathan so uh, it'd be great if the other 80 percent could subscribe that would be cool and then thank you to everyone that's working on patreon couldn't do it without you you guys are the yeah. best